Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listen to discretion is advised. The first email I see as the show starts up comes from uh, a guy named Seth who sends a picture of his jeans from yesterday. Oh, no. And it says, yesterday swamp ass. And it's... Ew, I don't... Uh, uh, it's, it's vile. <laughs> so it's denim jeans. I enjoyed it. And just where, you know, where the tushy goes, it's dark denim because it's sweaty. Ew. Ew, indeed. Nice. That's like measuring the flood line. <laughs> In Alton? <laughs> Mississippi, you're like, look at this line on my jeans. That's from 93. <laughs> the muddy <laughs> Mississippi. Serious. Oh, gross. Yeah. Oh, it almost, it almost like wicked down to like the the back of his knees. Ah. Oh. Man. What was he doing? Just he, being? He's working inside an air conditioner like we do. Seth, what do you do for a living? <laughs> we need to know. You know, I know cable this, guy. I noticed down on uh, on Olive here, you know that they're they're constructing some kind of huge building. Yeah. Did you notice when coming in, they're working overnight? Oh, I didn't oh, notice dang. that. Yeah, they're working overnight. I don't blame them. It's probably cooler time to work, oh, right? Oh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, being outside doing any kind of manual labor in this weather is not healthy. Hat goes off to you people doing Hat it. Hat goes off. And shirt goes off because it's hot out. And pants. Just naked, naked Just construction. Get naked. Mm-hmm. Let's everybody get naked. Get on a get, yeah, get up on the roof. You have to be uh shingling today. Just take our clothes off. Let's do it that way. Get that hot tar. 
<laughs> Methods of Mayhem playing in the background. <laughs> Methods of Mayhem. Oh, wow. that's right. Do we have that in the system? Oh, Tommy. That was Tommy Lee's group. Yeah. Oh my God. Like it was like a like a kind of rap core. Oh, it was it was at the height of new metal. Yeah, new oh, metal yeah. rap core. If we have this, we need, was people, that adult new metal? People need just a little. Yep, yeah, yeah, we got it. Play a little uh, bit of this for the people. It's contemporary right adult new metal. Oh my God. <laughs> you remember this, Rafe? Nah. Tommy Lee oh, from dude. Motley Crue. The record said mom had like a big heart or something. No. M-O-M. So good. This is Tommy Lee rapping. This is the theme song. With Pam. Oh, yeah. I'm, down, I'm putting this in my Apple Music right now. <laughs> right now. Listen, everything at a time. Everything at a time. first dance at their wedding. up. my first dance. Dude, that was a special place in her heart. That was one of those things that you're like, whoa, you know what? Maybe this isn't so bad. You know, I'm into Limp Bizkit and all this kind of stuff yeah. this time. I'll, I'll buy this. And the rest of the record was garbage. Uh, they had another song Something about el- electricity or lightning or uh, something? Crash. Oh, I don't remember that one. I'm this sure I'm so good. I'm sure I'm mixing all sorts of oh, man. Yeah, interesting they memories had a good, oh, from the 97, 98 too. time. Man. I'm watching the music video right now, and it's Tommy Lee. The and remote Pam control Anderson. is like the size of his penis. Yes, that's the first thing you see, and then it's just Tommy laying naked in bed with a cool hat on and a necklace. <laughs> with the cool. Is hat he wearing on. a Kangol hat? He is. Yeah. <laughs> Look yeah, at you. Nice. I'm impressed. I know. I, I remember all that stuff. Like I was working at at rock radio back in. 99, 2000, at the height, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Dude, this this song. This is Method. Oh, yeah. This is a rat song. That's right, I said rat. Oh, R2-D2. That's cool. This is on one of those new metal MTV compilations. All right. All right, sir. Wow. I'm going to get down with all that later after the show. That's amazing. Tommy Lee's going to get a check for three cents. He's going to, man, <laughs> somebody... Holy smoke. I knew one day. Two, play, two, two spins. It's going to come back. <laughs> Where'd that yeah, happen? That good stuff. Now, today's going to be hot and swampy once again today. I think uh, I think we're hot and swampy until Friday. Yeah. Like through Friday. Saturday is going to... Yeah, the weekend's better. Saturday is going to be a little better. But, listen, I never played high school football. You okay? <laughs> yes. Listen, I... <laughs> here's a sentence. Listen, I never played high school football. I never played high school played football. School football. <laughs> Rafe did. It's a new bucket list of item. He no. Did. Look at this man. Of course he did. No. No, no, not a bucket list item for sure. Uh, but what are they doing? Like, you know, the, the high school football season starts. Two days. Making yeah. men out of these boys. You know, there are rules. Oh. There are rules. It's not all about the W's, guys. We got to we gotta take into account the safety of our kids. Yeah, That's the problem with today's sports. Mm. Not about the W's. 
Huh. Are you okay? <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Frank. <laughs> Not all about the W. Ah. Um, so when it was hot and swampy when you were playing, Rafe. Yeah. When you were playing high school. I was talking to Kerry Davis sports. about this yesterday. And what do you say? Just because he's coaching <laughs> and Hazelwood. And I was, I was oh, talking I was to Kerry Davis. I was waiting for you to <laughs> ask a question. I was oh. talking to Kerry Davis about this yesterday. Sorry, my brain. We work with Kerry Davis. My brain talked. Former Pittsburgh Steeler. Yeah. yeah. Coach Super Bowl of, champion. Yeah, Super Bowl champ. Rules. Coach at Hazelwood. Currently engaged in two a days. That was. Mm. But what were you going to ask me? No, so so when it's this kind of weather, weather, yeah, I mean with the heat index, it's 114, right, 115, yeah. wild. And okay, school ends. You know, high school ends at what time? Uh, two, three o'clock, three, yeah, three, three, three something or other. No clue. And it's, yeah, you know, we're at the height of the heat. Yeah, man, it's gonna be in some areas over 115 heat yeah. index. Yeah, that's why I think. Didn't Carrie say they're going to start at, was it five or six? Well, they were showing on Channel 2. I, I don't know what school it was, but the, their kid's out there 530 uh, practicing. Yeah. yeah, get it in. Yikes. Chris Bay says, kids are too damn soft these days. No, no, we don't want them to die of heat stroke. <laughs> Even the NFLers yeah. aren't practicing in full pads in this kind of weather. Right? Mm-hmm. right? It's good for kids to make it to adulthood. They, they bring it inside. Yeah, they have like air-conditioned practice facilities. Yeah, you think you think the Chiefs are outside in full pads? No, they are not. In 115 degrees? They're in their air-conditioned. They're not. Tell you what, Andy Reid is. I saw an article. He's one of the few, like 24 NFL teams opted not to do like their training camp, and he did it. He said he's not Andy. deviating, and I don't know if he's changed anything, but he's got them out there, dude. They oh, he's got they're hungry, there. dude. All right, fine. They're hungry. Sorry, you start talking about the Chiefs, and I get no, 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 fine. So, what did Kerry say? So they're doing they're early doing morning practices. I think he said he's good. He said, you know, well, I was like, man, it was, it's a lot different than the '90s. He goes, oh yeah, we were just out there two a day practices in the morning, ten o'clock, two o'clock, go have lunch in between. He's like, you didn't even have yet water breaks back then. They didn't even have like now. I think all the kids have just water at at will. Mm-hmm. Because we've, you know, back then it was like a hose hooked up to a PVC yeah. pipe with a bunch of spouts. Dude. And you had to wait till the coach blew the whistle to go Water's for winners, guys. Yeah, Water's much, for winners. Dude. You had to wait. You, like, the whole thing was conditioning. Like, you'd be out there running sprints and doing up-downs and doing all that stuff. Pull pads. Just sweating out electrolytes. And then once every hour, they'd be like, all right, you got a one-minute water break. All right, go ahead. Hydrate up, kids. And you'd guzzle it and feel awful. Yeah, you're busy throwing up half that time. Yeah, exactly. That nice warm plastic through that hose with no oh. telling what bacteria in it. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. They're, listen, if they can move it inside, I'm sure they're moving it inside or, or having the kids come at five thirty in the morning, we which sounds fun. We didn't have the pads or any of that kind of stuff when we were doing soccer. I mean, what do you think August is like? You know, before the school year starts and the first first bit, all it is is conditioning. It's just running. It's running, 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 running. And at Limburg, we had this hill, and we'd end every single ridiculous practice with hills. So. I remember we had people throwing up at least every day for the first two or three weeks. Just because, you know, mm, we're, we're right. kind of all, all out of shape. It's yeah. it's summer, into summer. And they got us just uh, running miles and miles and miles each day in, in August heat. And I don't remember doing it in 115 heat index, but I bet you it felt like it. Well, here's what they say on Fox News an article. Instead of the <laughs> usual after-school practice for the Northwest High School football team, Extreme Heat pushed the practice back several hours on Tuesday. Team practice under the lights after a warm-up inside the school gym. The athletic director said, this is pretty extreme. 
The team spent 10 minutes in the gym before moving to the school's turf field just after 7 p.m. Uh, we follow the Missouri State High School uh, Activity Association guidelines. We're going either early in the mornings and starting at 5.30 or starting at 7 o'clock at night. According to the Missouri State High School Activity Association guidelines, a heat index between 95 and 105 means practice should be altered. If it's over 105, a practice or contest should be postponed or rescheduled. A more accurate reading comes from a what they call a wet bulb, which is the sexiest kind of bulb. Absolutely. Yeah, we all know that. We learned about that recently. Mm-hmm. We did. Uh, the wet bulb thermometer measures the heat stress outside. It takes into account the temperature, wind, and sun. The wet bulb read 87.9 Tuesday evening, meaning players could practice for two hours with helmets and shoulder pads on in shorts. I'm sure that wet bulb's going to be hot today. <laughs> hot this afternoon. Hot! Hot! <laughs> hot. That actually was on that Tommy Lee album. That was another song. Wet bulb? Yeah, wet, wet bulb. bulb. Hot, wet bulb. That's what he called Cam. wet bulb. What's that mean, Tommy? I don't know. It's just I, don't know. Movie. I don't know. Uh, Granite City High School is going to uh, do remote learning for the rest of the week. I guess their AC is not working. Dang. Granite City High School students will attend classes remotely for the remainder of the week because of an excessive heat warning in the St. Louis region. Uh, I guess they, they return to in-person learning Monday. The district superintendent says the current HVAC system in the building is outdated and overburdened by hot temperatures in the area. Um, yeah, they're going to need to update that. Need to update that HVAC system. So all the kids are home in Granite City today, or at least the high school, <laughs> yeah. and they'll go back on, uh, they'll go back on Monday. Well, this being, I know for my, my kids, the first the first week of school. Did anybody here have a teacher or an administrator or even a student leave school and then come back a new person? Meaning, like we had our gym teacher who was also the baseball coach. Yeah. He left bald and came back with a full head of hair. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. I did have somebody like huh. this. Good sleep, I guess. My teacher, Mr. Nail. I'll, I'll never forget it. I think he was affiliated with the uh, coaching staff for Columbia High School's football team or something. Uh, but he was also like our government civics teacher. And he was a heavier set gentleman like the first couple years of high school. And then like I think it was my junior year, I came back to school taking government. Dude had lost like two-thirds of his body weight. Like, he was a completely... He went from a kind of a beefier guy, normal, to, like, extremely thin. And um, he was teaching a class one day, and he just passed out, like, in the middle of class. And we were all freaking out. Like, 911 had to be called, I believe. And, you know, so I don't know if the guy was on a diet or had a health thing. Or was sick. Or was sick. And to be honest, I don't hear... I don't even know if he still teaches over there or whatever, but... um, Is he still with us? Is he still with us? I have no idea. So he, how how much lighter did he come back? Oh, dude, he came back, like, I'm not trying to be an, an a-hole, like 200 pounds lighter, like over a summer. So over, yeah, what, quick. nine weeks? Yeah. How long summer break? 12 weeks? Yeah. Like three well, months, right? Yeah, how much? Was he, like, chunky? Do you think he got lap band or something? Yeah, maybe. Bariatric surgery or something like yeah. that? Yeah, like, Are there you... had to have been something going on. Yeah. You know? My uncle did that. And to be honest, I preferred him heavier. I was like, this doesn't look right. Well, it's not about you. I know it's not about me, but... (laughs) 
I go, That's his self-esteem. Like, he probably wanted to. I liked how he looked before. Lose some LBs I was like, you know, for health he reasons. On the football. Reasons. I don't know. He just, I don't know. He could kick somebody's ass. I mean, he's a teacher. He doesn't need to do that. But I'm just saying. But he came back like gaunt? Yes. Ooh. Mm. I hope I don't he's doing all right. I don't remember any teachers doing that. I remember students. I remember this this one gal. Um, she was, uh, I think she was a year younger, maybe my brother's age or something. But, I mean, the whole school, no one knew this gal. She was an invisible gal, as I was, you know, an invisible guy, like just kind of like in the background, right in the shadows. And then summer break happened. And then first day of school, who in the hell is that? I mean, it was like... Like a make. She got like a makeover? Like, like she came in, there was like light behind her. Like, yeah. I mean, she just looked so... I, no one knew who it was. Everybody's like, wow, who is the new gal who's the most beautiful girl in the entire district? Then not it like, amazing oh, when it happens? That's so-and-so who everyone knows who's been here for eight years. She took her glasses off. That's no, right. I, I, yeah, she I, took it, her glasses it was off, just like, dude, straightened her hair. She just like, <laughs> you know, it was it was that, you know, I mean, most of us look really kind of weird in, in, in middle school. Absolutely. Oh. And All like, she just, she happened to grow out of that oh. in July, but when no one was, you know, when, when nobody was in school. Well, and also, came back. Do you think her parents, because there was this girl in my middle school who was a nerdy girl, had, you know, her parents wouldn't let her shave her legs, any of that kind of stuff. Really? And then about a year later, I was at my buddy's house, and we were swimming in his pool, and there's this girl a couple houses down at her pool who was, like, stunning. We're like, who's that? And he told us it was that girl. And, I mean, it just, like, you can't believe Finally it. Finally shaved her legs. That you was it. Leg. She shaved well, her no, legs. Well, no, no. She just, she, <laughs> uh, like yeah. She turned. <laughs> she turned. Yeah, man. It's just, like, it, it was nothing. It was, <laughs> I, I don't remember it being anything. I mean, of course, we were kids, so we, we couldn't tell. But I'm telling you, she looked so different. Everyone, no one knew who well, it was. Well, because, yeah, there's a point where the awkward phase ends and they start. People sure, thought it was a different person. <laughs> a new just, kid. The well, next that, year she didn't talk to you anymore, right? That middle school, Never you know, those three years. So last year, you know, my son graduated from middle school and I went to the graduation ceremony and you walk in and every middle schooler is there and you go ho oh! <laughs> there's a lot of large heads on small oh! large heads. <laughs> I don't mean to sound mean but they walk oh yeah that's so true <laughs> Uh, I do feel bad though, because I just remember middle school. Was such in the a middle of a transfer, it's like a werewolf in the middle of a transformation. Yeah, where you're just like, Ugh. oh god, it's almost creepier in the middle than when they go full wolf. You know, yeah, at least with a werewolf, you know, it's a pretty quick transition. Yeah, but you do, you know, you do, you do see the middle of it. I'm telling you, man, for a, for a, for a kid, it's yeah. a it's a two long, years, it's a long two year middle. I, no, I audibly when when they marched the kids in, I went, oh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people have a lot of different heroes. Heroes at the top of the chain for me are middle school teachers. Of course. People who decide, I want to be a teacher, and I want to go for middle school. Yeah. That is hero ground What are you, nuts? Me. Right. <laughs> of all, yeah, of all the, the grades. Uh, yeah. I that? Just, spectacularly well, I difficult time. I like a challenge. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, man, we Those need... middle school teachers better be paid double from what all the other teachers yes. are being paid. They're dealing double. With all sorts of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> man, and they deserve it. You just made a lot of people really happy and really upset at the same time. It's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> what are you saying? Double pay. Double pay, hazard pay, Make access to counseling. I did two tours at uh, Abe Lincoln Middle School. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I've seen some things. <laughs> I've seen things. <laughs> I can't unsee them. <laughs> yeah, it's what, what what they used to call it uh, after World War One. It was uh, shell shock. Shell shock. Yeah. Why is he? Why is he in the corner shaking? Tween oh, shock. 
He did. Uh, he did two tours at Rockwood Valley Middle. It's it's kind of weird, man. Like, uh, the, I don't remember paying attention all that much to who was teaching what and all that kind of stuff. My kids, they started this week and they come back and they go, "Oh yeah, yeah, so and so quit. This teacher quit. This this lady got fired." Like, like mm-hmm. they're all like up in the business of of uh, of all the teachers. Like, every, all the kids are talking about it. Like, oh, who <laughs> who who they basically uh, you know got rid of. You know who who quit because the kids are so gnarly. What you know? What teacher is not here? Yeah, like you know, which one of them? Well, what do you call it? Like if you if you if you get cut from a team or you can't you can't muster it in the army or something? What what, what do you call it? Like you get fall Discharge? out or something? You get discharged. Yeah. No, no, Roll no. Out. Like, like you didn't even. Yeah, you didn't washed Hold out. Over. Washed out. Washed out. Got washed, washed out. Down yeah. Over. Yeah. You're talking about all the washouts. Who got washed out? Now I'll never forget the. It was the baseball coach, bald, and he came back. Full head of hair. I mean, clearly a toupee. <laughs> he was just sick of bicking it. A dude. toupee. Oh, it was a toupee. Not plugs. Oh no, it was a toupee, and it was a terrible one. Well, mm. you know, there's never a right time though, because you're you're always gonna you're gonna at least have three waves that are gonna have seen you before. Yeah, yeah you had to a just sketch do it. about that where it's like gradual toupees, where it's like just a little <laughs> bit of hair, and then it's a little more, and it's yeah. like you just gradually change the toupee out like braces, so people think your hair's growing in on its own. You have yeah. to do it. You have to just go. Yeah. I think you just have to. You got to pick a year. You got to pick a summer, and you got to ride you, it out you for got, three years. You got to Wayne Rooney it, and everybody goes, "Oh my gosh, look at Wayne Rooney's hair as a soccer player." Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody was like, "He didn't have that forever." And we talked about it for like two years, and then everybody forgot. Well, at least then, with LeBron. Then, yeah, then you get used oh, to LeBron him having hair, hair, and then you, you forget that yep. he didn't. Well, at least with the baseball coach, eventually all the players that were there when you were bald will age out. It's true. Mm-hmm. And then, and then everybody will know you as the full, full hair-headed baseball coach. Gorgeous hair. Yes. Gorgeous. Look at the head of hair on him. <laughs> Worth it. Worth it. Okay, so you talk about, uh, you know, teachers. And this is an email that's circulating online. Uh, it's, uh, my son graduated high school last June, and now he's dating his former teacher, and I'm pissed. Yeah. Whoa. I'm sorry, go back. What? My son graduated high school last June and now he's dating his former teacher and I'm pissed. Well, well did he get good grades? <laughs> how old, how well. old teacher? Maybe he's like a new teacher. She's like 22. I right? know that I can't stop my son from dating since he's 18. It meant to be 19 in September, but I'm sick to my stomach knowing he's dating his former teacher. He swears that nothing was going on while he was in school. Mm-hmm. He said they saw each other at a movie theater and started talking and they hit it off. Yeah, what if they're like three years? Now they're dating. The yeah, movie yeah. theater they were secretly sneaking away to while she... What's the age I mean, difference? While he was her... She's 24. Teacher's aide. 24. She's 24. 18. Six years. I think it's wrong yeah. for a teacher to date anybody that they taught in school. She is a second-year high school teacher and is 24. And it's weird, but I mean... It's not the hmm. age that bothers me. It's the morals. I see. Is it so wrong, in my opinion, to date a student or former student? I don't know if I should say something to the principal or talk to her or demand my son not date her. Okay, so so go back to high school. Um, do you remember all your teachers? There's always a creepy teacher. <laughs> well, Let's just talk about I, it. I, I, Every school had a creepy teacher. He's, that he's, you're like, what's up? This guy or this gal's... It freaks me. Here's what I think. I think most educators, before we the emails start pouring in, have good intentions. 99.9%. But there's that 0.1% that I'm like, you just wanted to be around kids. 
Like, you just stayed in this profession because, like, you either got frozen in a moment in time. Every school had that story of, like, a high school football coach or a baseball coach or a shop teacher or somebody that's like, hey, they're dating a student. Like, we had a junior high school teacher get busted. Yeah. Like, I, I I was in high school and the junior high teacher got busted. There are always rumors. I never, like, found proof to any of the rumors that were flying around some of the towns I uh, We had rumors that our fifth grade teacher would uh, would feel girls' backs to see if they had bras on. Ew. Yeah. Uh, well, there was always a touchy-feely guy. Yeah. I remember yeah. we had I remember the girls had softball shirts with their names on them, and we had a teacher who'd be a hallway monitor. This is in junior high, by the way, eighth grade, that would just, looking back on it, I'm like, that's a red flag, dog. Mm-hmm. Red flag on you, because he'd like grab their, you know, their shirts would be tucked in, and he'd be like, "What's your shirt say?" And, and like it stretch out. it out to where it'd be like tight on their boobs. Oh, you know man. what I mean? Yeah. Like oh, huh. it says Rachel, just like it, all the other softball girl shirts. They they're wearing identical shirts, but I've seen you ask four or five girls the same question. Huh. You know, looking like hearkening back, you're thinking, "Ooh, that's weird." Or yeah. at the time when it was happening, did you think it was weird? At the time, I was like. It's odd, but I was also just like since sixth grade. Yeah. You know, and you still have like in your mind, you look at teachers, you don't even think they're human beings. You right. think they're autonomous robots that come to school to make your life hell. And then they go into a closet and power down at yeah, night. Yeah, like they never mm-hmm. go to a bar. Right, exactly. <laughs> we had a senior senior cruise. I did not attend. But uh, the, a lot of broken hips. The rumors, the rumors on the senior cruise were uh, that a teacher uh, was involved, if, oh. you know, if you know what I'm saying. With Like uh, went to the cruise? Oh, not only went to the cruise, participated in a threesome with two students. See, like, the, what ah, the hell, man? That, ah, that was the rumor. Proven I, or what? rumor? Uh, I mean. Because you know, like. What's proven? Somebody's going somebody's gonna, to make it up and say, it's going to become the game of telephone. Yeah, right, right. right, right. I'm going to say. The teacher was probably in the hallway with, with a girl with, and it became. Yeah, I'm going to say that I believed it. But, but back to this, back to this, 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 uh, this guy dating the teacher. Roles reversed, gal, 18, graduates, 24-year-old guy. Mm-hmm. We'd all look at it differently. I mean, you, you right. Can, right? I mean, it's it's hard not to look at, di- look okay, at it Okay, so 18-year-old girl dating 24-year-old male right, teacher. Right, because, because there's a bit more of a, uh, of an, oppor- uh, I mean, a lot more of an opportunity for a power thing right. or, or something. Like there, a right? grooming or something. It kind of goes into that realm <clears throat> of I could like, go the other way, too. It could. Yeah. Yes, 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 I understand Equal that. Equal opportunity. It's a, it's a good old-fashioned double standard but it is what it is it, it is, is what it is yeah, I'm, I'm just discussing what what is um, oh yeah you're so right. so with with that i'm trying to think of all my teachers in high school of course i have some like super memorable ones because they were good and maybe i spent multiple classes with them over the course of four years or, or whatever it may be but i'm gonna say i probably had half of them that i don't even remember at all because there wasn't there wasn't a lot of impact yeah, yeah there wasn't a lot of i don't even mean impact but like there wasn't even like a lot of uh of of um you know one-on-one time or or influence or any of that kind of stuff so even though she was his teacher what are we talking about here are we talking about like a homeroom te- teacher where you show up and you do roll call and then you sit there silently right or are we talking about somebody that was like involved in like you know i want to be a math teacher teach me trigonometry you know what I mean? Like maybe I don't, maybe that doesn't make a she difference, but his, I swear it does. She was his authority figure at some point. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I guess thing. I guess that's the principal right there, and that's what the dad so, is objecting to. So the mom is like, "Do I tell the principal?" 
There has to be something yeah, in... Yeah, but he's... But he's an adult he's now an and he's adult. out of school, right? I don't know, man. I There was a situation in the town I was in. Huh. I'm going to try to be vague, <laughs> but, but also specific. <laughs> Guy was married to another teacher in school, baseball coach, had a very young, attractive TA. She graduated in May. They were seen coming out of a movie theater in June together by a parent. Parent told the superintendent, Superintendent basically pulled him in his office and goes, this can go two ways. You're going to resign immediately from the baseball team. You can finish out the year as a teacher. And then you're going to resign and move on, and I'll give you a good reference. Right. Or I fire you and we go public with all this Oof. right now. Wow. And it blew up his marriage. Because, I mean, Oof. imagine being her, the other teacher in the school, who's like, hey, what's going on? With your husband, why is he resigning from? So she's a teacher too. She was also a teacher, and I don't whether anything nefarious was happening or not. Just the optics of it. Of course, you're coming out of a movie theater with a student. Yes, the optics of it basically blew up his career, and he was. This was a a pretty lucrative a high school team that is very famous for its baseball program. What a dumb. What a dumb mistake. Yeah. So, I mean, it just yeah. depends on the district probably, but I would imagine if she does say something, there would be action taken. Listen, hmm. you don't go, that's probably not the first time this guy went somebody with, some, somewhere with that student. Come on. That was... Oh. Do teachers have to sign over like a um, like a pledge or some sort of like contract that's like you cannot have any relationships with... I mean... Uh, I like, mean, it's the law. It is the law, but I'm saying when students graduate, like... Is there anything? I don't know if they're contrast? consenting adults. It, I don't know. This seems weird. It, this just seems weird. I'm trying to put myself in this situation. Let's say my son graduates high school, and then he says, "Hey, I'm dating Mrs. So and So, or Miss So and So." I would 24. first go. Let me see a picture of. Chris, <laughs> 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 it would be. So, I'm assuming. That's a good dad. <laughs> I'm trying to be honest here and think about it. Like really put myself through the hypothetical, and and I think it would be slightly different. Now, if my daughter said. Hey, I'm dating Mr. So and So, who was my teacher. I I think I'd lose my mind. But what if it was a lunch lady? I think I, you know. I, I think <laughs> I think it would be different. Dad, double standard. I think it's different. I mean, I yeah, I, me I, too. I, I think and you're in a position of right. power over them. Yeah. And maybe I wouldn't if feel that lunch way. Lady. I, I'm not I'm not 100 sure. But yeah. <laughs> but the stories. What do we What do we always see? We always see some really attractive gal getting in trouble. Doing things with middle schoolers or something. Remember, um, and maybe oh, it's yeah. because those news stories go so much further. It's the Dawson's Creek episode. Uh, do you remember? One. Do you remember? What? It was. Uh, what do you mean? Pacey and his hot ass teacher. <gasps> go rewatch yeah. it, people. The remember 90s the story of Ville Falal? Uh, what? Did you, I, I've never ordered one. It's of a those. good restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, Ville Falal. He was the one that was. Uh, like, he was like twelve or thirteen. Knocked up his teacher. Oh, oh yeah. They got married. Yes, yes, yes. She wound up passing away. I think she passed away recently. Did they marry? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they that, like went. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, she married Kay Letourneau? Mary Kay Letourneau. Okay, she, so. She, she was like jailed, wasn't she? Oh, yeah. And, then, and after that, well, they got together anyway? She, yeah. She, well, she, he was like 12, knocked her up. She was married, I believe. And then I think she went to jail. She was told they couldn't have contact anymore. They still were hooking up. Oh, my God. Wow. And I believe they had another kid. That story is wild. That I is have wild. a theory. That's some that I'll posit to the group. Real damage. Yeah. On twelve year old. Because boy. we all went to different high schools, right? Did you, uh, maybe the cousin brothers went to the same one? Did you guys go to the same high school? No, he's from Springfield. Yeah. Okay, Shelburne. so everybody went to a different high school. We all had a story like this, right? Like 
either from grades before. There was always a teacher that was like suspect. Almost everyone I talked to, there's at least one where they're like, yeah, I'd heard rumors that the this guy and this student hooked up with a student or this lady hooked up with a former student. Mm -hmm. So I think it's somewhat prevalent. And I posit the theory. And I also have a friend, a guy I went to high school with who lost his whole career <clears throat> for dating a student. Stayed stayed on, came back as a football coach at the same high school he played football at. Got caught dating like a 17-year-old student. You know, and he was in his 20s or whatever. And yeah. it blew it. Got his teaching. He's done. He works construction somewhere in, on the West Coast now. Hmm. I think that people get in a state of arrested development where they, like, they, they they go to school, then they become a teacher, and they get to go back. A lot of I feel like a lot of people go back to the high school they were in also. And they stay a kid. Oh, they stay in, in, in that, like, way. it's that Peter Pan syndrome of, like, oh, this is my second chance at high school, and now I am cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't cool in high school. Or, like, this is a point in my life I felt the coolest when I was a jock, and now I'm the assistant football coach. But they still behave as if... They were a student in some ways. I know and what you're it's saying. like they can't get that line of demarcation. Yeah, and you do see that a lot with with some some of the coaches, some of the, some of the guys, like the young guy Agreed. teachers that come in like real aggressive about it, and you're yeah. like, whoa, you're just living like a long senior year here. Yeah. Um, which and I, I've never said this before. I've never said this. Never really thought about it until recently, until this conversation. Did you guys ever have the inkling that a teacher had it for you? No. No. Because yes. I did. No. My senior year, there was a gal, younger teacher, and uh, I'm telling you, man, there were vibes. Nah, man, I put out, always put out the I'm unavailable vibe to oh the my teachers. God. <laughs> Listen, I, I think that's one of the things that that kept this gal kind of on it for the year because I was not interested. I, I, I mean, what? I, I, I'm telling you, I, there was there was just enough vibe. It was just enough vibe, and this gal, like, I was invisible. I'm telling you, I, I was Excuse invisible. Excuse me, young man. I'd like to see her. There was, there was a couple people I graduated with at Baldwin Days, and they came up and they said, oh, my gosh, you were Lindbergh, 99? I was, too. I have no idea who you are. You're I was like, like, you I told you. through the hair. Yeah, and I was, I was like, I, t <laughs> I told you, I, am, I was totally invisible. My senior year, especially invisible. Why? Because my daughter was born well, the yes, second yes, week of school. Well, yes, you already had three kids. <laughs> no, my, my daughter was born the second week of senior year, so I was like unavailable. I was I was not. I was I was here, just paying my dues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay, you know, doing spend, the time. spending the minutes. I was doing the time, and then I had I had other things to do. So, I remember this gal senior year, teacher probably second year teacher maybe third year, and she would always talk me up. Uh, in the hallways, and like no one knew my name, and I didn't even have this teacher. She was like a homeroom. Maybe she teacher. was not like kn knowing your situation gave you a little extra attention because you needed it. That yeah. might you be, look yeah. like a kid That's that needed possible. Like too. you needed somebody, but, but no one knew, <laughs> or she no was one like, in that school knew that this... I had a kid. Oh, nobody knew. Okay, I was I'm sure say, the administrators knew. Well, they probably did when you started sure. having that mug that said "World's Best Dad." Started wearing those shirts <laughs> and stuff. I think your New Balances and fanny pack gave it away. This is my step my baby. baby Bjorn. You're like in home ec, like where they teach you, like, oh, this is it. you have to take the bag of sugar for a week and act like that's yeah. a baby. Like, no, I also yeah. have a baby. I stood up and said, "Amateurs." Yeah, Moon went up to her desk. You went up to her desk and slapped it twice, and like, that's solid. What is that mahogany? And she's like, yeah. 
this guy's a dad. I, I love that we get yeah, to make maybe, fun of this. Maybe you're, yeah, maybe she just knew and needed yeah. some, you know. Well, pleated khakis gave it away. It is interesting because she would talk to me a lot about, like, kid stuff. She would ask me, she would ask me questions. Not not like, hey, how's it going, being a teenage dad? She, she'd she say, like, hey, um, my, my husband and I are, are trying to get pregnant, and if we do, blah, blah, blah. And she would ask questions about it, and I was always like, what? Why are you talking to me hey, about this? Hey, you're it was, it was, oh, it was interesting. Yeah. Some of that juice. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man, there was like some, some vibes. And it was interesting enough where I was like, what? I was very confused. As what was to, your grade in that class? The line good? Of, no, no, no. See, this is the crazy thing is this was, this was the seventh hour. This was the last class. And it was a, a study hall. But I, don't, I don't remember what we called it, but it was a study hall, right? <laughs> and I had this move where they would say, uh, anybody want to go to the library today? And they write a hall pass for the library people, and you, yeah, you, go, leave. you go out of the class, and you go left, and you go to the library to study there instead of in the classroom. Well, every day, they'd take roll, and they'd say, anybody go to the library? And I'm talking every single day of the entire school year. I stood up, went in the line, went up to the desk. She'd chat me up about something with the kids' stuff or whatever. What kind she, of baby formula are you using? Yeah, dude, it was wild. And she, she'd sign, sign the pass, and then I'd walk out, and everybody turned left. I'd turn right. I got my car and went home every mm. single day. But maybe you just misread the situation. <laughs> Telling you, man, I've been hanging on to it for Dude, 25 I don't years. Know. I just went into this. She just emailed. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't. She, she said she is she available. Lives, I don't think she lives in town. Dude, I anymore. just I'm reading about this Mary Kay Letourneau thing. Oh my god! Like the timeline, wild. Give it to us. Why? So it started in '96. <laughs> uh, so Villy Falau was Mary Kay Letourneau's student in um, in second and sixth grade. Oh my god. In 1996, she was 34. He was about to turn 13. Things got romantic. About to turn 13. I have to look people Not a teenager. They were first caught together by police on June 18th, 1996. At the time, police found them in a parked car together. But the teacher claimed he was a family friend, and uh, he said he was 18. Though they were brought to the to the police station, they were ultimately allowed to leave together after a call to his mom. Sometime later that year, mm -hmm. she got pregnant with his kid. Flash forward to 1997, March 1997, a relative of maybe Mary Kay Letourneau's first husband, Steve, with whom she had four kids, turned her into the police. On May 29, 1997, she gave birth to their first kid, a daughter. Three months later, she pleaded guilty to two counts of second-degree child rape. On November 14, 1997, she was sentenced to seven and a half years behind bars. In 1998, she was released from prison after serving six months. In February of 98, she and Villy, who was 14 at the time, were caught together again. Man. And because she had violated her parole, which included a stipulation she stay away from him, her sentence was reinstated. She went back to prison. However... She was pregnant with their second kid, another girl. She gave birth behind bars in October of 98. I'm looking at a photo from 2015. He, the two daughters are full grown now, and he looks like their older brother. <laughs> like, How about this? Just... How about this? The oh, husband, man. her husband, the Steve, the Mary Kay's husband. With Steve? the other kids. Steve, yeah, with the four kids with Mary Kay, yeah. didn't get divorced until two years later. What is going he on? He stayed. He stayed? or He stayed or, until 98. It actually says that, or they just didn't officially get divorced. Maybe that's like, what it get is. get me the hell Steve out of here. filed for divorce. Look at this. Filed. Look at this one. This is, he looks like her son. Like, Man. 
Wait, wait, wait. And this is a happy family now? Th this is, yes. Well, she's, she's passed. Quote, she's unquote. passed. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so in 2002, when Billy Falau was 18, he and his mom filed a civil lawsuit against the school district where Mary Kay had worked in Des Moines, Washington, saying they failed to protect him from Mary Kay, the teacher, <sighs> yeah. with whom now he considers his abuser. Wow. They were asking for over a million dollars for lost income, medical costs, and pain and suffering. I mean... Now the court was like, no, no. Uh, but could you imagine roles, gender roles reversed? I mean, predator. Okay, so in 2002, Billy Flau and his mom sued the school district saying they did not protect him from Mary Kay. <clears throat> Flash forward to 2004, Mary Kay is released from prison. She and Billy back together. Wild, man. Dude, Though a no-contact order was still in place, and Letourneau had uh, registered as a sex offender, the then 21-year-old father had requested it be removed in the summer of 04. How did she pass? Uh, and, and what is his take now in 2023? Uh, 05, they died got married. Age. You said what? She died of old age. <laughs> in 05, they got married uh, about a week before their oldest kid's eighth birthday. Uh, in 09... Uh, oh, in 09, the couple stayed together and even hosted several, quote, hot for teacher parties together. Oh. No. Flau worked the events as DJ Headline. Cool and name. the bar sold signed posters and T-shirts featuring images of the couple. Good God. Dude, how does, I mean. She died of cancer at the age of 58. Oh, bummer. 2017, they were uh, uh, interviewed by Barbara Walters. In June of that year, he filed for separation. What is a therapist? Where where is where does a therapist start with this with this guy? Mm. You know, like talk to him. Like, okay, listen. Oh, she died in twenty twenty. Of uh, you're gonna fight this for answer. a long like. Just do they just come out the, the first meeting and say like you're gonna fight this for a long time? But brother, you were like abused. You were you were prey for a predator, mm -hmm. and we have years of unpacking to do to help you re admit that. I mean, can you? I mean, I don't even know what the what the what the mm. condition is called or the syndrome is called, but like this right. is like full blown like, right? I mean, can you imagine having an adult, not even just like I'm, because you know I had, I had my my share or whatever when I was when I was a kid, but like, um, can you imagine an adult like, not not only being interested in something horribly sexual, but like relationship wise, like full on like forming this. We're to, we're gonna be together and have children, and now you're a dad at twelve. And I mean, good. Yeah, it was thirteen. Good yeah. God, you're okay. robbed yeah. of your innocence. What does that childhood? do? Yeah. yeah, what does that do to a I'm mind? I'm so glad my I didn't even know that that thing was gonna do anything like that at that age. You know? Yeah. Mm. All right. So. Oh yeah, twelve. Yeah, I had man. Baseball and basketball was the coolest <laughs> thing on the planet yeah. at that point. That's very young. Yeah. I think the high school. Thing is probably more prevalent than... I don't know. As a dad, would you be okay with it if your daughter... If your daughter I mean, wound no. up dating the teacher? No, I don't think they're so. Both, they're both adults. She's out of school. I mean, year. I wouldn't love it. I don't think anybody would love would it. Would you tell the principal? Because um, I know uh, Elizabeth yeah. on the instant feedback said it's disgusting and she would tell the principal immediately. Yeah, I, w I mean, at that point, like, I mean, I I'm not a parent, but like, I would imagine I'm still like highly, my personality, I would be highly protective of my child probably until they were like four or five. Yeah. So I'm like, it's yeah, gross. I would, I would have been. Honestly, I'm, I mean, and all joking aside, it's weird. It's. I would have gotten up in that teacher's face, to be honest. That's where I'm at. I know. I know. 
Like, what are you? Get away from my child. I know everybody's an adult. It looks weird. Optics are, are weird. There's more people. Go find somebody else. Literally, there's billions of people in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, you're attracted to somebody. Guess what? There's probably a million other people that look exactly love like that Love is love. What if he's the one? Love is love. I think you got to look at the time you're in, too, and especially now and the times we're in now. You know, things that may not have been as apropos in the 70s or 60s right. don't really fly today. And it's like, I do think that in the con- converse of the guy that's stuck in the Arrested Development high school football jock, I think that maybe from the female perspective, I could see it being like, I wasn't popular in high school. I didn't have access to these boys giving me attention. And now I'm my early 20s, but I'm still kind of effed up in the head from my high school experience and I'm still in high school and now I'm getting attention from the guy, the jock mm. or the cool popular kid yeah. or the goth kid that I pined after in high school and you start like projecting all these weird things. There's all kinds of weird stuff. All right, let's think. harken back to high school real quick. Let's just think of the, not the sleeping with your teacher memories, but... Uh... <laughs> Hold on, can I say this? <laughs> yes. Somebody emailed in that their former Spanish teacher got busted because he was a pimp. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. Dude. What? So he had two what? phones in class and they walked him out of the school because he was like taking this pimp Spanish calls. In the dude, of class. Mr. Gonzalez is a pimp. That's <laughs> 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 Like, no, really, he's a pimp. Oh, yeah. No, he's, he's actually pimp. like pimping out the women. The purple fur coat didn't give it yeah. away. And a cane. <laughs> purple it's fur gold. coat and a cane. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, man. I just, I was picturing the guy in my head. This man's teaching geometry in a top coat. To Yamas, baby. <laughs> Adios, bitches. <laughs> Kids. Adios. Keep your pimp hands strong, baby. Like, uh, I think the clues were there. I, you were everybody, every day. Everybody what? was shocked. <laughs> Let me tell you how to count that money. Uno, a dose. <laughs> Bitch, better have all my pesos. Oh, my God. Right, stop that. <laughs> um, okay, so so think think back to high school. Um, these are things we don't miss about high school. Oh yes, <laughs> don't miss. But sometimes you know we look back on our high school days with those rose colored glasses. Everything was good, right, Moon? Right. Everything was great. It was lovely. Here's the, here are the things we don't miss about it. Number Bring one, on. needing permission to use the bathroom. Oh my god, the worst when you got IBS. Are if you your teacher me? wouldn't give you a hall pass, you couldn't go. I never understood. Oh, you this. could go. It mm. just wasn't going to be lovely. Every time, Man. oh, and, and like I had like stomach issues in high school, and piano. And so like my mom had to like talk to the do- the school nurse and be like, "Hey, Lauren has to go. Like, just if she runs out of the room, like just let her do it." You know, but it was so embarrassing. And you so needed a permanent poop pass. I needed a permanent poop pass. And they would not give it, man. There were certain teachers, math teachers, were like, you're going to sit here and learn this algebra. And I, I don't care. I IBS go. be damned. Yeah. Oh, yep. it was bad. Anyway, back to I you. remember first grade, I had a, or a dental appointment that morning, so my mom dropped me off. And the kids were out at recess, but I had been walked to the room. There was no teacher in there. And I had to pee so bad, but I was afraid to go in the hallway because you know, he had to ask for permission, but yeah. no one was in there. Me too. And I peed my pants, and yeah. it was one of the most embarrassing things of all time. Oh. Oh. No, no, uh, no, no I'm talking about right now. I just peed my pants, oh. but also then. Uh. Yeah. Oh man, that's idiot! I love you, Scott. <laughs> loser. That's awful. Peed his pants. Yeah. I had same thing, same grade. I was like, I don't remember if I was sick. There was like three of us that had to stay in for recess. 
and the hall monitor, Sharon, was like the lady you had to ask to go to the bathroom. And you're in first grade, you still like you're totally indoctrinated where you're just like, I can't leave this room. Yeah, if Sharon does if Sharon doesn't approve this. Yeah. And I just like remember getting in like the box with all the blocks and covering myself up with blocks and just Letting it ride. Oh. Just peeing my pants. Oh, man. And then I told the kids came in and were like, what's, what's wrong with your pants? And I'm like, oh, these are stonewashed. <laughs> Which for a first grader, yeah, I thought was pretty clever. Yeah, clever, yeah. absolutely. Very clever. I think I got away with it. Uh, other things, than I smelled like straight urine. Oh, uh, things we don't miss about high school, bullies and mean clicks. I, I had a bully one year. Did you? Yeah. What did he bully you with? I'm assuming it was a he. Was it a girl? Was it yeah, a girl? No, threw him in a bush. <laughs> was it a girl? Jason Swartz. Oh, what a name! Made seventh grade, just so miserable. What did me. he make fun of you for? Oh, he would he would beat me up. He would uh, like pull my pants down in gym class. Oh, buddy! I had a seventh grade bully named Jason. I think there was yeah. there was a lot of Jasons out there just just roughing rough folks up. Gross face. Mm. This guy had little man syndrome, and he just was trying to fight everybody. Especially this was in, ju- in junior them. high, you know, when, when they start combining all the elementary schools and, you know, they put me in a gym class with nobody I knew. Yeah. With kids from the other side of town. And they were, this one kid, so mean to me, made going to gym something I enjoyed. Yeah. Miserable. Sorry. I will never forgive you, Jason. <laughs> What's Senator, Jason doing now? I have no idea. I'll never forgive you, Senator Schwartz. <laughs> he's, he's a, he's a, he's a gym Schwartz. teacher, man. He's in all those Wes Anderson movies. He's probably a gym, a gym teacher. I had a bully that, and he knows this. If I ever see him out, it's on site, bro. We're in our 40s, and it's still on. What? <laughs> So, Clayton Wyatt, if you're listening, Clayton. don't cross Watch me. Watch your back. Don't you it's on site, Doug. This is a blood feud that will never be over. He was just like a sociopath. How how old were you? I was young, but, man, he was brutal. Brutal. I mean, this kid was a sociopath. I'd be surprised if he's not in prison. Like, he was a sociopath. He stabbed me with a sharpened stick. What? Like, it got real. Uh, this kid, Jason Swartz, he just... Uh... Rich kid from the rich side of, of town. Nice. Uh, silver spoon. Silver spoon. Nasty face. Always wore nice clothes. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. It sounds kind of cool. Probably a lawyer. Again, the only bullying I got was... Uh, Never forgive. My now friend Neil and his girlfriend at the time, Allison, uh, used to sing Mbop to me because I looked like the Hanson Brothers. And that was the extent of my bullying in eighth grade. So you had it easy. Uh, things we don't miss about <laughs> high school. Uh, group projects where everyone got the same grade, even if you did most of the work. Anybody uh, ride through on those uh, projects? Oh, as a rider? As or as, as the, the rider, not the driver. Whew. Oh, well, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I got hooked up with uh, with some with some smart kids, and yeah, hey, God. To this yeah. day, I owe my uh, probably my diploma to to one gal, and she knows it. I've actually uh, talked to her sister recently. She's helped me out with uh, a lot of stuff with my brother. Uh, but uh, yeah, I didn't uh, again. You know, had a kid, senior year, had this one math class, had to get through, and I was like, my my brain was just not here for trigonometry. Mm. But, uh, man, thank God Jennifer was there. She was in front of me, and she would just go, like this, and she'd kind of lean to the left, scoot her paper over to the right. Mm. And I was like, and that's the, all the homework, and yep. blah, 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 blah. Thank right. you. Put thank my <laughs> Every day, and I feel terrible for it, but thank you, hey, Jennifer. Thank Everybody you. Yep. had a little bit God of bless. How Thank about, you. 
How about feeling judged for everything you wore? Every single Every thing you single wore. thing. I couldn't win, god dang. I could not well, I, win. I went through this with my son the other day. I'm like, dude, I'm like, you look like a slob. Throw on a pair of jeans. He goes, jeans? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, if I got caught wearing jeans. I go, really? that's a thing? Wow. Like, yeah, like. Kids aren't allowed to wear their jeans? Like, no, they, they're, they're, they're just not like, cool, They're just man. like basketball players at warm-up. I guess jeans are not cool. Dang. I go, look, your dad wears jeans all the time, and he's cool as hell. Mm. <laughs> <Nope>. Oops. <laughs> That's not what you want to hear. I never felt ju- I felt like uh, I was at the right time at Columbia High School where everybody was just wearing weird stuff. Like, I mean, a lot of my stuff came from thrift stores, and I liked it that way, and it, it, people were just wearing crazy stuff. So nobody was really judging, and I could have that completely wrong, but my perspective was... I was like I was dressing like Chino Marino and Gwen Stefani in one. Like and that's who I was for 3 years of high school. I feel like when we were in high school uh and and Rafe graduated the same year as me, you a couple years after us, you and uh you all you guys. Um it was a very weird fashion like very weird fashion going on in the in the early to mid 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you had your grunge mm-hmm. and you also had your like preppy? You had your preppy and you had your like Huge jeans, the like Jenkos. There was there was multiple facets facets of alternative. There you know was I mean? there was a wide swath of different kind of mm-hmm. fashion clicks you could go into. They had the like pants wanted, with tons of zippers on. Did them? you want to be Eddie Vedder or did you want to be MC Hammer? Did you want to be? Yeah, yeah. It was weird. It was you know, a, Chris it was, Cornell. Or did you want to be uh, Vanilla Ice? But there was even mm. like a like a like a black hole of uh, preppiness as well. Like for for the gals, like there was like multiple levels of preppy, and they could never get it right either. You know, there was always yeah. like these weird bickerings about whatever preppy fashions were going on. I was like full alternative. I, I still remember this like it, it was like it was yesterday. I was listening to nothing but, you know, like early, early POD and Rage Against Machine and all this. And John and I would go home every single day. We played soccer until the sun go down. We played rage, uh, you know, rage music until his mom would, would kick me out. And, like, that was, our, that was our life. And I came to school in a Rage Against Machine shirt. This is before Evil Empire came out. And uh, I was sitting in geometry class, and I remember this other kid came in with a rage shirt, and he saw me wearing one and was so pissed, he, mm. t- he took it off and made, like, a spectacle about it. And I was like, oh, God, I can't, I can't even wear this. Oh, uh, probably because you were trendy. Like, you were so trendy. He wasn't. I was, I was so upset. I was like, I can't fit in anywhere. Everybody's angry with me about what I'm wearing. Just leave me alone. Mm. <laughs> That's incredible. I'll never forget that. Thanks a lot, Dustin. That stuck with Damn me. it, Dustin. Remember the bib overall? Oh, It was yeah. a short little window in the 90s where, like, dudes were wearing bibs, like fresh prints. Oh, right, yeah. The, the ki- but one thing undone, and they're, like, yeah. bare nip hanging yeah, yeah. out. Like, sometimes no shirt underneath. No, we had a couple well, of, it was not me. We had a couple kids. Yeah, I was saying, we had a couple kids from... I don't think I was by us. We had a couple kids from Hillsboro that came in, and they all had that. That wasn't a, that was a Midwest thing? It was. That was oh, not yeah. an East Coast thing? I don't, I don't remember that. There I had like overalls a, with one with one... With one thing over the shoulder? I remember girls wearing that. No. Yeah. They would do, like, the purple ones. Yeah, like, the during the crisscross ones. era, dude, there'd be, like, dudes with, like, bib overalls that would be shorts. Yep. And then a and then bull's leave, hat. And, like, a bull's flat bill hat with, like, a metal piece on no, it, like, ice cube. Mm-hmm. And then usually, like, either a bull, like, a jersey tucked in, and then they'd let the whole front of the bib overalls hang down in front of them, like a waiter's apron. That's oh, coming okay. back, too. I, yeah. yeah, it is. Vaguely. I vaguely remember that. My wife has like four pairs of overalls. She's like, I, I, would live, I would live in these. I'm glad these are back. I own overalls now, and I love them. But you're a farmer. But I wear them, you know, when I have to do outside work. Yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, when friends were suddenly mean to you for no apparent reason. 
My entire friend group yep. egged my house. It was over. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. Uh, it was over. I tracked them down because uh, it snowed that day. They they TP'd and egg, they egged my car, TP'd our house, but it snowed like really lightly, and they were like footprints. And I was like, oh, look at that. Okay, so Adidas, that's a that's a gazelle. All right, we got a boot over here, blah, blah, blah. I went back to school, and they acted like nothing was wrong. And I go, hey, Billy, let me see your shoes, brother. Mm. And he went, whoop, and I go, I think we're done here. Oh. Like seven years of friendship. I was like, dude. Because your man. shoes? Because he, he TP'd yeah. my house oh, okay. and egged my car oh, and lied okay. about it. How come you like, didn't call me when we were kids and tell me you're a dweeb? That could have ruined my reputation. Like if people dweeb. found out I was Point talking Scott. to you. Golly. I just remember what the preppy kids were wearing. <laughs> Benetton. Benetton. What is that? I don't know what that is. Yes. Do you remember Benetton? I, Benetton. Yes. What is Benetton that? was a brand. Benetton. Benetton. Ben, the United Colors of Benetton. Yeah. Oh, that's what that was. What the heck? I don't remember. Now, this was a rich brand, right? Like, yes. This was, yeah. It wasn't yeah. a preppy. Yeah, this, see, I wasn't anywhere Steve near this. Steve from Blue's Clues used to wear a Benetton shirt. Like, the, the stripey. Go, go like Benetton, it's, 1990s. It's like, it's like Banana Republic, Bugle Boy, and... And uh, what was what was uh, no, what, 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 yeah. shoot what was that one brand uh, es- Esprit yes es- oh, Esprit yeah. or something yeah. Spirit yeah Esprit yeah, Spirit. yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to wear ugly clothes this is a good you lived through the the peak Tommy Hilfiger era oh, too yes. yeah that's right everyone and that's right case Swiss. That's how you knew he was rich. If you had all Tommy Hilfiger. Remember when Aaliyah wore the uh, tube top, the Tommy Hilfiger tube top with the Tommy Hilfiger big old jeans and she had the boxers underneath? Every girl in West Frankfurt, Illinois aspired Mm. to be Aaliyah in that moment for Mm. that billboard ad. And we could not pull it off at all. That gray Tommy sweatshirt that was so South County. Like every other guy had that. Then remember bum, bum sweatshirts? Oh, yeah. yeah. Bum equipment. Bum equipment. L.A. Gear. L.A. Gear's red. Remember those? That might have been a little yeah, silly. L.A. Looks, LA too, the gel for mm. your hair. Oh, yeah. That's right. The pink stuff. Delia's catalog. There was no better catalog to get in the mail as a chick in the 90s than the Delia's catalog. We had a, we had a kid in, in sixth grade, Rodney, and he wore a bum sweatshirt. Rodney, dude. dude. it was, it was <laughs> honest. I see him in my mind. <laughs> and, it's, and it said bum on it. I go, Rodney's a bum. Look at Rodney. It was, it was, you were a bully. No, was, I wasn't a bully. I just... Jumped in when oh. somebody else. Uh, <laughs> it was all that crap with but it huge, was ribbing. with huge ribbing. logos. Bum, Fubu, Tommy. Um, huge. The Tommy Hilfiger yeah. flag, like the just, flag, is a, a just gaudy. Mm. Yeah, everyone was yeah. wearing just gaudy crap with giant. Did logos. you guys ever wear George? Now, you remember the Adidas? Jo- like Giorgio Armani? No, there's no, Walmart's George brand. Walmart. George. George. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and then uh, Massimo. Like Giorgio Armani. That's no. what I got. You remember Massimo? Massimo was like the, Glory. The, the cheap one. Massimo's at Target Massimo, now. yeah, they sell at Target I now. was in Massimo and Utility Jeans. Remember Utility? Oh. That, those are the ones. Oh, that, those are not. Those oh. are the ones that I wore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like long shorts that weren't too baggy. Dude. I wasn't quite Jinko. This, they were, this, they were cheap. They were like, this yeah, takes mine. me back. Look at Aaliyah. All oh, and the Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah. 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 Oh, sweet. That, that was, so that was, cool. Still looks rad. That was a time. Everybody wanted it. That's, then it trickles down to the poor folk, and that's it's not com- cool anymore. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. completely back. That's com- all that stuff. I mean, well, once it, goes to, once it goes to Target. Yeah, I was then thinking like done. TJ Maxx, yeah. yeah. Once Tommy got into TJ Maxx and poor folks could afford some... Uh, Tommy Hilfiger stuff that was yes. slightly printed irregular. 
Yeah. <laughs> Would you have a Z Cavaricis? Yes. I didn't have any of that you, stuff. Oh, I got oh, hand me downs. Stonewashed cutoffs. Z Cavaricis also had this amazing halter top. There used to be a place in a little boutique shop called Harris's. My grandma used to take me there, and they had the Z Cavarici aisle. And I mean, it was so expensive and so cool, and all the hot girls wore them. Nah, the rich kids mm. had the Z Cavaricis in, in fifth and sixth grade. I never was. Yep. They were like the big, big baggy pants. Yeah, but they, they also had, like had tight regular tops and bottoms. They were like a tight roll without having a tight roll. Y'all tight rolled? In uh, heck yeah, no. I did, I did what year that was I? Remember sure. the guy that tight rolled too long? I did. Everybody, you did? I was I was probably four months behind. Yeah. Everything always. No, yeah. I'm talking years. There was uh, one yeah. guy that was still tight rolling like oh, man. well into the odds. Am I gonna buy these vintage Z Cavaricis eighties wrap front cuffed? Yeah, eighties. I mean, they're kind of hot. Look, Look at, at those. Nineteen eighties vintage Z Cavaricis. Those were the ones that the kids wore to school. Look at this. Those are kind of these are forty five dollars. This on looks very East Coast right Italian family. Oh yeah. So the Chris Monaco always wore <laughs> Z Cavaricis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, look at that. This is what it looks like in real life. That's not as hot. No. MC hammer pants. Yeah, that looks that looks like the jeans really tried something and gave up. Yeah, all the Italians. It was Chris Chris Monaco, Chris Azzoni, all had Z Cavaricis. I had 15 Chris's in my class, by the way. Oh, we yeah, should yeah. wear what we... <laughs> Chris, Michael, and Kevin. We I had 15 Christophers. Let's replicate an outfit that we have like a photo of from the 90s and wear it one day. I burned all my First of all, photos. I still what? have some of my stuff, and I started wearing it for, for Teenage Dirtbags, and it was absurd looking when we started the band. Now, I look like the goddamn crowd. Oh, yeah. So everything, cool. yeah everything's everything kind of coming back. around again. Everything is back. The sizes, the bagginess. Like my kids are dressing like we did, and it's and cool they don't e- they don't even realize that they're just jacking our style. Uh, I want to do one one more before one more thing we don't miss about high school before we hit the break is not being welcomed to certain lunch tables. Oh, that was the best. Mm-hmm. Um, you found your you, listen. You found your group. Obviously, you know the first week of school, and God forbid you were ostracized from whatever table you're at, and you're like a free agent. Yeah, yeah. Looking for a different lunch table. Oof. Forever a free agent. We we had our four. We had like four guys. We we found each other uh, freshman year, and we ate at the exact same chair every single year, or every single day for four years. Oh, I'm telling, like when my kids come home from school, the first thing I ask them is not how your day was. Who just went to lunch? Yeah. Are you cool? You all right. You guys find a lunch table. You guys all right? Do you guys tell your kids like before they go to school, like, hey, like, do you have like a conversation with them about like the outcasts in quotes, like befriend somebody that might be alone? Like, because pe- I see a lot of memes that parents share as like the the school year is starting. Like, hey, tell your kids to like reach out to somebody who maybe doesn't have somebody to sit with at lunch or the new kid. Like, does literally any parent ever do that? Nah, my kid is not a dork. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, no. What they, they have at school? They had a oh, they call it some kind of bench, like a. The friendship bench. If you can't find anybody to play with, you'd sit on the bench. Oh, adorable. that's not good. And then somebody's supposed to come over and, you know, cool. play with you. So we could, so we could put a spotlight on it? Like, I don't know. If you're in elementary school. <laughs> Those yeah, kids, elementary school, sure. But in high school, you know no, no, it's, they're I, the punchable crowd. I asked the kids about, you know, hey, where'd you sit at lunch? Because yeah. there's nothing in my mind more sad than watching a kid with his lunch, with his lunch tray. Yeah, go in the bathroom and eat it. Yeah. Right? He's no, alone. I'm just I'm talking walk around, just looking oh. for a place to try to find a place. Just find trying to find a place to sit. Let's we could make a Riz Show friend bench for lunch. I'm not getting involved in that. Oh yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I imagine like everybody's got their friends sitting at the table. Bench. Wow. 
Yeah, I remember. It's like a bully cue. <laughs> <laughs> Next. It bums yeah, that's me what out. I mean, just put a spotlight on it. God. No, it bums me out to see the kid with the lunch yeah, tray man. just looking for a place. He's got yeah. the red lunch tray. And he's got his little carton of milk. It would make the world so much better. These people are just, everybody's going through the same hard time. These little kids, just maybe they're new at school. Befriend them. You know, everybody's weird. Everybody's got their weird quirks. We're all lunatics. Befriend them. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we can have those talks. I don't know about you, Riz, but like, it's, the kids don't want to talk about school all that much. They really don't. But you're the parent. Talk to them and be like. Yeah, you can talk to them until you're blue in the face, but they just kind of like. They kind of shut you. They kind of box you in. We read this study. They box you out a little bit. I'm gonna and this talk was, to This was kids. years ago. <laughs> uh, if you want to engage with your kids about school, about their day, money. No, pay them off. No. Oh. There's one question you ask them, and they will open up about their day. Not like how how you know how was math class? Mm-hmm. Would you learn today? They don't want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. If you ask your kid, would you learn today? They will go nothing. Right. Or how was your day? It was fine. Fine. Here's the one question you ask them to get to get them going about school is, hey, who got in trouble today? Interesting. Who got in trouble today? And that awesome. opens up the door. Now your foot's in the door. And you know, too, if your school. kid is well-behaved or not, because if you ask them that question or you look at you instantly like, what? Who got in trouble who today at you? school? Yeah, we ask, like, uh, at, at dinner, we'll do, like, random specific questions. Like, hey, um... Oh shoot! Of course, I can't think of any right now. But like, uh, like, did you? Uh, um, who's who's the last person that you met that you hadn't met before? And then everybody has to like think about it. Mm. Oh, uh, you know what? I met some kid uh, on Monday named Chris, or or whatever it was. Or uh, hey, tell me something that you saw today that was blue. Just so it actually kind of takes them through their day and and breaks open that. How was your day? Oh no! When you ask the who got in trouble question, oh, that both kids light up and they go, oh man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thatcher today. Woo! Through a chair. Well, Thatcher's been <laughs> wild ever since that guy on the Riz show has been. Thatcher, man, he got suspended again. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Who got in trouble today? Dude, Thatcher came back from suspension. Dude, you would never. Punched a teacher. Wow. That a boy. No. And now, no. They, well, the kids are on to it now. They go, why are you asking us the same damn question every right. time? <laughs> <laughs> You just think our schools same are damn qu- the same crazy damn question. People? We're on, we're, we're, we're on to you, Dad. But Thatcher did get in trouble again. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Hey, it's the Team Liz member of the day. All right, today's Team Riz member of the day is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. Proud sponsor, Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From St. Louis, Nathan. Hey. Hey. It's our Team Riz member of the day, Nathan has been a ritual listener since the very beginning and is a podcast weirdo who always listens to the show. Currently lives overseas in Germany and has loved being able to bring a piece of home with him by downloading the show every morning. I'm assuming uh, military. Thank you for your service, Nathan. I'm assuming. Because nobody goes to Germany just to live, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. work. American companies over That's in that. Germany. Germany? Germany's yeah. awesome, dude. They got hot dogs. I'd love to. I'd love to go to Germany. Uh, Nathan's favorite segment: match up with Moon. Loves whenever I get fired up about topics discussed on the show. Well, thank you, Nathan. Nathan, hey, 
from St. Louis, currently out of Germany, is our Teamers member of the day. Super sweet Teamers member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Teamers. Riz here for my friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, and it's hard to believe how fast summer's flying by. Kids are going to be back in school before you know it, and as you get ready to take any end of summer road trips, and before you find yourself back on the road Monday through Friday, driving the kids to and from school, back and forth to work, be sure to let the good folks at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers service your family vehicles and get them ready for fall weather driving. No matter what you drive, including your car, your light truck, SUV, van, hybrid, or EV, since 1976, Dobbs has grown to be the area's largest retailer of quality tires and expert auto service. And now with 43 locations, including St. Louis, St. Charles, Southern Illinois, Cape Girardeau, and Columbia, Illinois, Dobbs is, hands down, the most convenient place to find the lowest prices on the best tire brands and expert automotive service, including routine preventative and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. Remember at Dobbs, you're in, up, fixed, and out same day. Check out their August deals at go2dobbs.com and save today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. You know it's never easy to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. Now think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? Now you could change your life in just four months. Thanks to Centric. Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world. That's technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired. And they're with you every single step of the way. They will help you land a job because Centric teaches you the actual skills employers are looking for. And again, they help you land a job and you can make that change today by going to centric.com slash R-I-Z-Z. That's centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash R-I-Z-Z. Take control of your future at centric.com slash Riz, even if you have no IT experience, and change your life today. Oh, and by the way, you could use your GI Bill for funding or pay for tuition. Centric.com slash Riz. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chester Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in... 2018? Yeah, I think 2018. The, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a teardown of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um... We did the underdecking, we did the, uh, the concrete patio, they did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated, all the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Uh 
Hey, this is Kevin Nealon, and you are listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz! All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz, the socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Send us your instant feedback to the 1057 The Point mobile app. Crab on Celebrities here in just a moment. Uh, we'll give away some fabulous prizes, including tickets to go see Offspring, uh, Disturbed, Guar, Shine Down to Papa Roach. We'll play Password later. We love that game. Is this the game where I get very frustrated? Yes. Well, that you have to be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> Last time we played, or I played with everybody, uh, you got really upset. Not at you. At the listeners. At the listeners, yeah. Because they're listeners. And they're they supposed to be listening. They should. They were not listening. You got to listen. You have to listen. That's me clapping for emphasis. <laughs> you have to listen for the clues. Anyway, that's fine. Went for a uh, went for a physical <laughs> exam yesterday, first time in in quite a while. Good for you. Yeah, and you know, um, uh, this is the uh, the year emphasizing health. Good. Get myself in shape. Good to nice, hear. man. Please preach that. Preach. Yeah, yeah, no, I want, I want a new doctor. Please Shout take care of Shout out to uh, Dr. Oliver over at uh, Mercy. <laughs> new doctor, who this? <laughs> Fully expecting to come in to talk about having a finger up my took, uh, up my tuchus. Yeah. yeah. Did you? No. Uh, bummer. Oh, bummer. Sorry. Yeah, next time. Thumb? Did you ask? Did you? Hey, you, drop you gotta go in there and be bold. You gotta drop trout instantly. That does, you know, as a woman, like we get pap smears, like starting whenever, like I started whenever I was 16 getting pap smears. Most women probably wait till they're out of high school, maybe. I don't know. But the idea that men ha don't get to get um, that, get probed essentially uh, until you're 45. Just, just one of the cool things about I being guess. a guy, am I right? I, 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 love, I love how the wording she chose was. Don't get to get. Don't get like, to get probed. Yeah. Because, we, like, we don't get to. Like, I, <laughs> like it's I love, fun. I love having, ladies, make sure you are getting your annual pap smears. It is so, so important. And and get the, you know, I start again, I started pretty young, but um, <laughs> it's important. And so, but men don't get that. And so it's a very, that is the most vulnerable state a woman is in. Well, well yeah, I, I was I was expecting to come in and, and give the, uh, maybe not on a first date, uh, with the new doctor. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not a first date thing. Were you nervous when you were in there? Like you thought it was going to be coming? Like it was awkward maybe? I, well, I wasn't. I, I, didn't, I wasn't knowing what to expect. Okay. Is this a tall fella? Was, yeah, he, I was going to say. He's staring at his fingers. Yeah, yeah. look What's at his he, ass uh, first. Tiny yeah. little fingers. And you don't want a sausage fingered physician. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I got it. They, they schedule colonoscopy. I gotta, yeah. gotta, now I'm 45. I got to go. This guy's all thumbs. Some, some guy comes in with, with Shrek's hands. He just goes, yeah. I'll see you later. Hey, now. Why is your last name Rawlings? <laughs> nice meeting you. Goodbye. Why is your last name Rawlings? No, I got to get a colonoscopy. Um, got to do some blood work, so. Yeah, I think it was fine. Though. And you didn't do the blood work yesterday because you down. No, and they have a Quest lab right on the on the ground floor yeah. over there, so mm -hmm. I was is expecting. I, I had fasted. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. For eight to ten hours, expecting maybe to just go downstairs and get the lab work done. But thanks to Vivolas for bringing sandwiches over. <laughs> there, went <Yeah>. that. <laughs> there went that. That's some meatballs so in your bloodstream. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they took my blood. They go, uh, sir, you are a quarter meatball. Like you're, <laughs> you're really. Like, is that an Italian thing? No, like you, you are made of ha like yeah. a quarter of you was meatball. So there's a couple things you wanted that you didn't get yesterday. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. To illuminate this for Learn, it's 
after getting a car insurance rebate at 26, a mm. finger in the ass is really all men have to look forward mm. to. It's true. It's our last rite of passage. It is. Yeah. And you I've thought, heard about it a lot in my life. It's a milestone. Yeah. It is. It, it is. really isn't a big deal. Unless, yeah. Yeah, unless you have a doctor with a giant hand, which I do not. Okay. Yeah, it was like Tony Robbins. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Banana hands. Yeah, man, he's so got some big hands. Vin Diesel walked in. <laughs> no! Can you get your assistant and take his word for it, please? No, I was worried about my blood pressure. Has it been high? Uh, it, it tends to run high, but it was fine yesterday. Great. That was yeah. a relief. I'm telling you, man, bubble baths. Start taking them. I had to take yep. a bubble bath. Call back from yesterday's show. Now I'm going to take a bubble bath. But uh, now, you know, we'll do the full panel. We'll do the cholesterol stuff. Mm -hmm. That's another, you know, getting up there. Getting up there, guys. 45. Got to take care Going of Going through the change. <laughs> and man. now you read your chart. You know, before they would just tell you, like, everything's fine. You might be a little bit high on this, so cut back on the meatballs or, or whatever. But now you're actually seeing your own chart. So you get to see all these giant words, and you go, wait a second, it's slightly above average. What the hell is that? What, what am I supposed yeah. to do? Well, I don't you know, even know what that word is. Now they got that app, you know, that Mercy app where they yeah. load all your stuff mm, in there. That's what I'm so you know what? It is too much information sometimes. <laughs> that's oh. what I mean. But but are you, you going to not look at it? Of I course look I'm going to look time. at it. I look at it every time. I go down the whole thing. I go, oh, God, what? Huh. How do I fix that word? I don't, I don't know what that is. What am I supposed to do to fix it? Do I'm they, low in niacin? Oh. Do you not have, I don't know what that is. The Mercy app, whenever you get your Quest results back, because I just got blood work done about a month ago, and it shows you like a um, spectrum, yeah, yeah. and then it tells you where you are. Yeah, and the threshold. And the threshold. And like to me, that is just, I go hypochondriac deep dive on that. Like mm -hmm. I start, because my bad cholesterol is a little bit elevated. I got oh, heart disease. Oh, man. So I need to cut Ooh. back on no more chicken nachos. Hard subject. Right, yeah. Well, are you somebody that gets so lost in the numbers and so caught up that it's going to make you sick looking at the numbers? Yeah. Like my white... You have access to too much information. My white blood cell count is very low, and that freaks me out. Like, does the doctor have to tell you... Oh, yeah. You're going to be okay. Oh, yeah. I have the best doctor. She knows I'm a, hypo I am a hypochondriac. So, like, the minute I see something, she's like, shut up. You know, like she, like, tells me straight up and, and talks to me in a way that... Is effective. I'll it's say. the only thing in life that I want to be average in. Uh, you know, I just, I want, please, just, I want to be in the middle. Mm -hmm. I know, I'm just going to throw a number out there. Like, so, the, so let's say for whatever it is, uh, the, the elevated is, or an average is the number 90. And you're like 92. And you're like, oh my God. Go, yeah. yeah. Dang. What Ooh, am I supposed to do? Oh man. I need to start. You start calling your <sighs> friends take a day them off. goodbye. Yeah. There goes lunch plans. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Guys, it's a my, 92. My Dude. best uh, friend is a trauma nurse for kids. And she's, so she's a doctor. She's like, she knows a lot. And I, anything that's going on with me, I tell her. And she thinks I'm a psychopath, but she <laughs> loves me and she deals with me. And I, and she's talked me down a lot, especially these mm. last couple of years with COVID, like freaked me out to the max. I mean, I was on the edge every damn day. I'm much better now, but, um, yeah. to chill. I got to cancel, I got to cancel lunch today. My Billy Rubin is sky I can't high. Deal. I don't know, but I can't well. deal. I'm going to be in bed just with a cover, like a blanket's <laughs> over my head yeah. the entire day. But hey, and that was me guys. And I'm really proud of this. I'm not trying trying to make light of this. So I have had a prescription for Xanax for like 10 plus years. And coming up in um, September, I believe September 9th, it will be my one year solid without having oh, to take a Xanax. Yeah. That's awesome. That's huge. And nice that, job. That's huge Get for that me because- Get your elbow checked out though. Yeah, I will. <laughs> so I mean like- discolored. I am coming through my hypochondria. <laughs> Torture. What do you do? Damn it, Rafe. <laughs> she just my looked at it. Oh, she just looked at it. She's rubbing it now. No, my I'm just eczema. kidding. I see a new mole. Uh, <laughs> I know what you're saying, though. I do the same thing. Those awesome. god dang charts, I can't not look at them. No, and again, it's access to too much information. Mm -hmm. 
Well, you make no. yourself crazy. Yeah. You can make yourself crazy. Yeah. It's it's why WebMD is bad. It's oh, yeah, but WebMD up, is like everybody's looking up symptoms and yeah, yeah. This is all the general stuff though. This this is my test, and this is where it says you're supposed to be. Here's the average spectrum, and here's where you are. This is high. And, but it, but it's overreacting stuff. to something that maybe you shouldn't be overreacting <gasps> to. Well, well, look, here's the here's the real problem is I don't react. I don't do anything. I don't make any changes. Mm -hmm. I just freak out. Learn. About it. Oh. But do you actually react? Like, do you, do you make any changes when you see that kind of stuff, or you just I freak do. out about it? No, I do. Like, my cholesterol is high, so Let I'm, me look I'm at my trying chart to make here. changes. I'm, uh, oh, uh, I'm elevated for crazy. Good. Yeah, no, we know <laughs> this. That's a given. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today is uh, August 23rd. Back in the day, 76 years ago, 1947, the first Little League World Series takes place in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. I guess that's going on now. Anybody know who's in the... Uh, in the finals, Let's Little League World Series. The Baby Yankees. Man, the that was always the dream. What? Make the Little League World Series. Yeah. Uh, well, it would be the all, it would be the All Star team yeah, from your 12, 13, uh, no, uh, uh, 11, 12 year old Little League team. Those like eleven and twelve year olds. <laughs> Isn't doesn't Cuba have a team in this? Because I've heard some. I know we'll get to that later, but well, it's whatever USA team versus the world. Um. I remember, uh, you know, being so jealous of those kids. Mm. Spend the whole summer playing tournament oh, baseball. So cool, man. Nolansville Little League plays another elimination game at the Little League World Series against El Segundo, California. Mm. Oh, so they're still going through. The yeah, they beat Henderson, Nevada. Uh, 58 years ago, 1965, The Sound of Music was released starring uh, Julie Andrews. 40 years ago, 1983, Dexy's Midnight Runners went to the top of the Billboard singles chart with Come On Eileen, the group's only U.S. number one. Hey, wait a second. So the Little League World Series, you, you said that's just an all-star group from your region? Yeah. Uh, from your, so I played in uh, West Nyack Little League when I was uh, 11 and 12 years old. Okay, and they would just so take— So it was the all-stars okay, from so, that— So they take the stars— And then you do uh, regional tournament, state tournament— Wow. Okay. And you'd work your way up to the Little League That's World Series. That's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. Wild. A it single was way different. You don't know that as a kid when you're watching it. You're like, how's my team go to the We won. We won our, our little region. five. Our little. Yeah. But you don't realize that there's like these Babe Ruth leagues. Later I on, I played in one. But it was like they basically cherry picked the region, the best players on each team, and they form the super team and then you do like then you play way more games in the summer you're gotcha. playing like 40 some odd games in the summer and you're traveling all over the it's like a traveling league yeah they like take the best kids from whatever area but you don't know that when you watch it as a kid you're like there's hey we could go no nah. no we can't <laughs> no nah, we can't not not with him on first no nope, no that. we can't not with darren out in the outfield yeah, spinning darren. around in circles and kicking dirt clods up in the air darren right field batting ninth <sighs> Uh, 38 years ago, 1985, Teen Wolf is released starring Michael J. Fox as a basketball-playing werewolf. 32 years ago, 1991, the Super Nintendo goes on sale in North America. Uh, Super Nintendo. Anybody have one? Oh, yeah. Uh -uh. Super Nintendo. Nintendo. Rich? No. My, my Not when you were supposed to. Super Nintendo. My Super Nintendo came with F-Zero. You remember F-Zero? Oh, I was about to say, Super Nintendo great. launched with only five games. Like, five games available. Super Mario World, which was bundled with the system... Then you add SimCity, and then three flying base games: F Zero, Pilot Wings, and Gradius Three. F Zero was awesome. Yep. But even with that limited launch lineup, and even though its rival Sega Genesis had a two-year head start, 
Super Nintendo still wound up outselling the Genesis over the course of their battle by 1.5 million units. And you know what put Super Nintendo on the map after um, after that first wave was gone with the, the thing that got the kids to get it eventually was Street Fighter 2, right? Street Fighter 2 was on. I don't know Nintendo. what put them over the top. I want to say, but I know I know Super Nintendo wound up winning. I want to say all my friends that war. didn't have Super Nintendo for one reason or another, as soon as Street Fighter Two was out, everybody had Super Nintendo. I had a Genesis. I never had a Super Nintendo. I had the Genesis too. That was that came with Sonic, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and then Mortal Kombat. Oh, put that yeah. on. So once Mortal Kombat and, and Super and uh, and uh, Street Fighter Two were out, everybody had both systems. Mm. Man, you figured it out. You cut lawns. You did whatever you had to do to get both of those. Platform. I never had the TV system. I always had like a Sega Game Gear or a Game Boy. That's Those the only are sweet yeah. Says Those are sweet. Uh, 25 years ago, 1998, that 70s show debuts on Fox. And 23 years ago, in the year 2000, the final episode of The First Survivor gave us the unforgettable and obviously contrived snake rat speech and revealed who was the winner of The First Survivor. Anybody uh, remember his name? Richard Hatch. Richard Hatch. Good wow. for you, buddy. Yeah, what's up, dude? First of all, uh, he was I, a million dollar winner. I only remember that because didn't he get arrested for not paying taxes? That's on that? right, tax evading Richard Hatch <laughs> was the million dollar winner. <laughs> but he was the one that was like always shirtless and just was like, "Screw you guys." Oh, he was. Oh, he was naked. Dude. Oh. And he was like, he was playing the game, man. He played the game. He was like a real a hole, but wound up winning the uh, yeah. winning the entire. He was thing. one of those brutal ones. That's how that it usually like, works. I'm not here to look good on TV. I don't care about you. I don't care about this. I'm I'm, I'm here I'm to win and go and home did. with money and not pay taxes. Not pay taxes on it. All right, that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. Well, Beyonce was in town on Monday. Did anybody go? No. Uh, no, I, knew, I, knew I, people, I knew people who did go. It was a great show, I heard. Uh, from what I hear, uh, reviews, are, it was great. Tim uh, Tim Convey down, down the hall. He went with his wife, and he said, "If he said, first of all, it was incredible. He said everybody was like dressed to the nines. Oh yeah. And he goes, I just kept looking around, going, "There's no way all these people are from St. Louis. This is not like it didn't really? feel. He's like it didn't feel like a St. Louis crowd. He goes, but it is Beyonce. So people came in from all over. All yeah, over. it wasn't sold out. I'll tell you that. Right. It did not sell out, which is surprising. Uh, I don't know when the last time she was here, but I mean that place holds a lot of people. Sure. Sixty, sixty thousand. Mm-hmm. 60, well, she was in town. Great show. Her entire family was here. Blue Ivy actually came out. Her <laughs> oh. eldest daughter came out on stage to dance with her. But Jay-Z was also in town, and he went down to the uh, Pulitzer Arts Foundation on Washington Avenue, which is currently closed, but they opened it up special for Jay-Z. Now, people are speculating with the Riverfront Times, maybe Jay was buying some art because... Beyonce and Jay-Z just bought the most expensive house in the state of California. <laughs> they paid $200 million in cash what? for this house. Um, and so they could have some possible Looking art from St. Stuff. Louis. Looking to put yeah. some, some art on the walls, huh? Yeah. I bet their house is cool as hell, too. Oh, you know? 200 mil? It better be cool. Oh, but yeah. with, like, cool art, like, their style was prob- is probably really, really interesting. Uh, Jelly Roll was just here as well. That was a sold-out show at the amphitheater. And he's serious about dropping some weight. He's off to a good start. He uh, posted good. an Instagram video from St. Louis uh, with his nutritionist. And he's lost 23 pounds in two weeks. 
during this tour. And the clip shows him making a stop here in our town and working on some new songs and just talking about the uh, the weight that he's lost. So good for him. Lots of people uh, speculating he's using Ozempic. Man, but, he he, but, he, that. but that's a guy. I mean, he's a big guy. Yeah. He's a big guy. He'd benefit from it for sure and, uh, if he wants to do that. I know somebody said they were backstage and they saw him try to go up some stairs and he he's such a big guy, he gets winded, you know, going mm. up three stairs. Yeah. Man. And it's hard to work out when you, you know, if, if you're winded easily, like, you know, people are like, well, just don't do Ozempic and just go run. Well, it's like, he's a big guy. It's not going to be the same as if you're half of his size trying to lose some weight. It's just, you know. I wish nothing but the best and I want the guy to be around for a while. Yeah. But that weight. You don't see any really fat old people. Am I right? Yeah, obesity is a big issue for sure. Well. What? We went to Golden Crow. I saw a couple. Well, you ever see like a 400-pound 89-year-old? You're right. You're right. You're right. No. Take care of yourselves. The Killers are teasing a new music. Well, they have been teasing new music on their social media, and they have announced that come this Friday, new single from The Killers called Your Side of Town will be out. Um, the reason from Hoobastank, did you like that song? Sure, man. I love yeah. that song. It just passed 1 billion views on YouTube, so congratulations uh, to them. So yeah, 1 billion views on YouTube. So they got, let me do the math there. See how much money they got off that. We, uh, let we, me do the math. Okay. We had them on the show. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The, they're some of the greatest guys in all I of I love Hoobastank. Yeah. Great uh, guys. D- Doug, uh, I think it was on Doug's thing or maybe Hoobastank's if you watch their Instagram. <laughs> the, the, I think it was the day that it hit a billion views. He was, <laughs> there was a uh, like a karaoke bar and it was a, a post that said something like, horrible butt rock uh, karaoke and people were all doing it and it pans over and Doug is sitting leaning up against the rail just watching them like they have no idea that the singer of Hoobastank is watching them Aww. drunkenly do the reason nah. it's just a great, <laughs> great. it's a great well, video one, those are great guys one billion views on YouTube uh-huh. so uh, carry the zero well, it's a little complex Hey, King Scott, I think, didn't you do a song in their studio? They yeah, recorded $6.25. Uh, $6, good for them. For a billion views, so yeah. congratulations. I recorded with Hoover Chris. We did a song together, and he was drums on that. It was pretty amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, that guy's awesome. Hey, what's up with your music? Do you got anything coming out soon? Yeah, I do. Okay. Very soon. Very soon. Very good. Very excited. Uh, Drew Barrymore was speaking on stage with singer Renee Rapp in New York City when a very weird balding man came down the aisle and said, quote, you know who I am. I need to see you at some point while you're in New York. He was then escorted out by security and Drew and Renee both like were <laughs> shuffled off the stage very quickly and came back. But this guy, like you watch the video and we'll put it up on the blog, but uh, this guy balding, he looks to have like some sort of Hawaiian shirt on, like very strange, but the, if you're going to say anything to get attention and try and get somebody to meet with you, you know who I am. I need to see you at I some need point. To see you. Like, so they escorted her. Gone are the days of, of uh, stage crashers jumping on stage and the oh. person's still staying there. Remember Soy Bomb? No. Oh, oh you don't yeah. remember Soy Bomb? Oh, yeah, Bob yeah. Dylan was playing. Was it the Grammys? Oh, no. And a guy had written soy bomb on his bare chest <laughs> and got up there and danced behind. Like, nobody came and ushered Bob Dylan off stage. Wow. Dang. Now they are. The guy was dancing like a maniac as Bob Dylan's playing. Yeah, what, what, it was an award I think it was show. 90, I think it was the Grammys. Soy 1998 bomb. Grammys. Soy bomb. Right here. Let's see. Yeah, that and, was... And uh, oh, God. Skip the ad. Skip the ad. <laughs> skip the ad. Yeah. Oh, and he just danced, yeah. like like interpretive dance. No, no, uh, 
No security. No security Hi. came to take Bob Dylan off stage. <laughs> That's Jacob Dylan. Vulnerable Dillon. old man. Yeah, there's Bob and there's... Soy Bomb. Ted. Whatever his name 1998. is. 1998. Was it a good dance? Dude, I remember no. our, uh, we had a, a couple security guys at, at one point, and um, a couple of them were some, some bigger dudes, and a couple of them were some smaller dudes that come from real rough backgrounds, and they were waiting for the opportunity. Waiting to whoop somebody? <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh, Please dude. do me a favor. Come on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We didn't know it. Come on stage. We didn't know it until we're playing this this show in Vegas or someplace. And this dude rushed our singer. And uh, I'm telling you, it was like a foot and a half before he got to the singer. And and our and our and our guy just went boom. I mean, football. This guy was maybe all of four or five, five foot two. It's a real small guy. But he tackled this dude. They went flying twelve feet. It was the coolest That's thing. Why I got into the ever. game, man? He was all on video. People were like, That's oh the my moment. god. When your band had security than whenever the band didn't have security. Like the no fights outside of that. Whenever security was there, all of a sudden we had fights. <laughs> like crazy. I don't know if you're gonna talk about the uh, Taylor Swift security guard that got fired. No. You hear about this story. <laughs> oh, what happened? So not for Taylor Swift herself, but was working security at one of these stadium concerts. Such wind up being security guard placed in front of the stage. Mm-hmm. Huge Taylor Swift fan. In fact, there was a video viral of him. Singing okay. as he as she was playing. Anyway, uh, he was fired because he had given, I guess, the people that were in front of him his phone, saying, "Hey, if she winds up being above me, take a picture oh. of me and, and and me and Taylor." He was yeah. fired because that that leaves because them vulnerable. You're, no, because you're not supposed to be worrying about it's unprofessional having a picture taken when Taylor's was behind you. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to be protecting the stage. Right. Yeah. It's go to the concert or don't work it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's work the concert or go to the concert. Right. As a or bring your spouse or your kid and be like, hey, I'm gonna be working, but if dad, you know, asking somebody's. No, a I want weird. you paying attention well, to protecting the attention. stage. Uh, one of my favorite celebrities and actresses is Jennifer Aniston, and I just love her so much. Uh, she's going to be uh, gracing the Wall Street Journal magazine, and she talks in this article about how recently an esthetician talked her into getting a salmon sperm facial. Uh, she said, didn't really do anything. Um, she goes, how do you get the salmon sperm? She had a lot of questions. Yeah. Didn't really see any glow afterwards, so maybe don't do that. But then, Salmon sperm? Salmon sperm. And good question, like, how do they get it? Like a needle? There's some cat in Montana uh, you know, that's like, know. I'm I'm getting this for Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I'll have the Sakai Bukaki, please. Oh. Yes. Mm. Um, she also... Yes. Uh, Tom? Oh, here we go. Tom. Bu- uh, Buch- there, thank you. Uh, Bukaki. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Tom broke up, everybody. And so she talked about that, and then she also dived into how she uh, doesn't understand cancel, cancel culture. She talks about how there, you know, there's no redemption. She says, I don't know. I'm probably going to get canceled for saying this. She goes, I don't put everybody in the Harvey Weinstein basket. Uh, she also talked about how relationships are still a challenge for her. She's dated some of the most beautiful men in Hollywood. She's been married to Brad Pitt, Justin Theroux, just to name a couple. Um, and I thought this was really excellent. She and Adam Sandler are such good friends. The Sandler family, so Adam Sandler, his wife Jackie, and their two girls, every year for Mother's Day send Jen like a bouquet of flowers, um, which is really sweet Bo- because- uh, bu- uh, bouquet, bouquet of flowers. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and they do this because Jennifer Anderson 
over her life has been interviewed because she doesn't have children. People are so curious about that. And she'd opened up a couple of years ago about how she struggled with IVF and she just essentially just gave up on it. And so I think it's really sweet that the Sandler family sends her a bouquet of flowers. That's nice. Isn't that yeah. sweet? That's nice. Yeah. I, it makes me love Adam Sandler even more than I already do. Uh, Angelina Jolie got some more tattoos, this time on her middle fingers. And the tattoo artist had to, in an Instagram post, say that this has nothing to do with Brad Pitt. They've blurred out what exactly the artwork is on the middle fingers. I'm so interested. Like, why it do they have- It says F Brad, but it has nothing to do with Brad It has Pitt. nothing to do with Brad. Hmm. I bet it's a password <laughs> to her email. They blurred it out. They blurred it out. Maybe they don't want anybody copying it. Hmm. But- I don't know. I'm just, you're choosing just to, to get a reason. tattoo in a visible place, and you're a famous person. So, like, isn't isn't it going to be a photo? She's gonna, until she releases the picture, you know, anywhere she goes, people are going to insult her just in hopes they flip her off. Right. Like, yeah, cut, next time you see Angelina Jolie on the highway, cut her off. Yeah. See, see, what, happens, off. see, what, see what that tattoo says. Oh wait, wait, wait. Who 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 posted it? The, the tattoo artist. artist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. I can see, I can see I can see you blurring that out just for privacy. Yeah. You're like, hey, this is your your tattoo to share when you want to share. Uh, none of us in here have watched Frasier. Did you guys watch it? Oh, when it was on? I mean, I've seen a couple Frasier. episodes. I wasn't, a, so I wasn't a regular it's a great show. Yeah. I've never I've watched, watched it. it. Probably about three times through. I don't know. I love that series. You do? Yeah. Well, good good news, Scott. It's coming back to Paramount Plus on October 12th. Now, the first two episodes are going to run back-to-back on CBS on October 17th. The new season consists of 10 episodes. Of course, Kelsey Grammer will be returning as Dr. Fraser Crane. And um, anyway, this Niles. is the revival. Yep. Niles Crane. They're bringing their dad back. His brother. I thought yeah. they said he wasn't coming back. Yeah, I don't think he's coming back. Which is odd because he was a huge, David Hyde Pierce. He's not a huge part of the show. Oh, Ro- he's there, so there fun was, on uh, there. Roz, right? The Roz yeah, Roz was is the, awesome. Was the producer, mm-hmm. his producer for his radio show. David Dahl. Daphne. Daphne was the housekeeper. Daphne's the, one, yeah. the one with the kind of strange voice, right? The stunning English lady. She was English lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the dad's dead. The dog's dead. Uh-huh. Eddie. Eddie the dog. What? The dog died in the series? He got stuck There's in that old... chair. They put the leg down on the chair and it no, smashed not, it. No, Niles backed over him. Uh, what? Are you serious? That, that's, that's not happening. With the car or with the rocking no, chair? No, stop it. <laughs> stop this. That's what happened with my dad. We're my not dad, talking about dead dogs on the show well, anymore. My dad could, <laughs> now my dad killed our cat with the recliner. Okay, uh-huh. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you guys are my favorite time. Was, All right. And finally. It was and an finally, accident. Uprocks.com. I'm, and I have a big problem with this list, and that's why I'm bringing it up. Uprocks. Uprocks is a legit site. Okay. Okay. The ranking of the top 50 best soundtracks of all time. We're going to go into the top 10. I'm, best soundtracks of all time. Yes. This is important. Forrest Gump soundtrack better be in the Ooh, top in the top good 10. Call. That's Double disc, bazillion cups. great tunes on there. It's not, Riz. Oh. oh. Um, it's not. Well, okay, so we're doing Can You Feel the Punk Tonight on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and say there has to be a Disney one or five on there, um, including the Lion King. The Lion King yep. soundtrack is spectacular. Are these yeah. rock soundtracks? These are normal, so these are, these not are cartoons. These are, Purple Rain. So like Purple the Rain is the number one on okay. the list. Yeah. Okay. Prince, yes, okay. Uh, mm. Footloose. Uh, so if we're not doing Ooh. originals, we're doing like compilations. Let's go. What's, Almost Famous. No. What? No, no. Think about like Wizard. lead track ones. Um, the Whitney Houston, Kevin Bodyguard? Cross, yeah, oh, Bodyguard. Bodyguard. The Bodyguard. That came in at number 29. Not even top 10. Think about movies that you remember the soundtracks from. What, Tommy spotting. Boy. The best soundtrack of all time, flat out period, that beats even Purple Rain is the Blues Brothers. And yep. you can argue with me all day, but Not that's, top 10. That's, Saturday Night Fever. Come on. Saturday Night Fever is number two. 
I mean, that's BG's. I've said Footloose like four times. I know. It's not top 10. Dirty Dancing. Uh, Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing, number 20. Not even top 10. Top Gun. UHF. What'd you say? Top, top Gun. Gun. Top Gun. Well, yeah. Not top 10. UHF? Ghostbusters. No. No. Um... Like, let me say this. Like, I, I took some from the top 50. Like, where, where was Blue Brothers? Any of the Batman? Because remember, remember. Uh, yeah, those uh, were good. Seal. Touch me, Seal, kill kiss me, by kiss Rose. me, kill and me. You too. Yeah. Batman Forever came in at number 33. The, the reason that this list does not make any damn sense is because one of the soundtracks that is talked about throughout time is the Crows soundtrack. Yeah, that one's. That is number 35 on the list. Did not crack the top 10. Ah. And another late Godzilla. in the list. The Breakfast Club is at number 50. Cruel Intentions. Remember that soundtrack? The newer Godzilla one had a lot of great songs on there. Breakfast Club is, Cable that, guy that is a good one. That is a good one. I'm gonna, Cable Guy? Let me list this top 10. Okay. And you guys tell me if you agree with this. Number 10, Hard Day's Night. Okay. All Beatles stuff, yeah. Number 9, Train Spotting. Yeah. Great I soundtrack. I that number 8, Dazed and Confused. Oh, that, but that uh, was so that all seventies easy and obvious. It's yeah. just a Spotify confused, playlist, but it's a great soundtrack. It is okay, but this is a Spotify playlist. Number seven, <laughs> American Graffiti. This is so basic, ass. Like, how elementary school can you get with putting that together? Like, come on, man, that doesn't make it great. It makes it easy. Go on, calm number, down. <laughs> number six. No, I love it. Number six, Boogie Nights. Like, I don't remember any of the music from Boogie Oh, Boogie. are you serious? Sister Christian. Sister Christian. When he's <laughs> popping the fireworks, the fireworks in the back. In the house. That's the only song you remember, though? Dude, like, it yes. was spectacularly selected. Like, that that was that was not a song that was on anybody's Alfred radar Molina. when that movie came Alfred out. Alfred Molina in the uh, robe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> number five. <laughs> number five, Superfly. I've never seen it. Uh, Is it disco? Is oh, 70s. how about Shaft? Shaft, Shaft was on the list, but way down on the list. Uh, Number four, and this I agree with this. Singles, that soundtrack was excellent. Oh, that's that? all the grunge stuff. Oh yeah, uh, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, Chains, Mad oh, okay. Season. I oh, think yeah. again, great, so just, great uh, soundtrack. Okay, let's just take the uh, '90s radio playlist. Oh, stop it! There were songs specifically for Ooh. that soundtrack. Oh, okay, well, Alice in Chains is in the movie. Like State of Love and Trust, I think from Pearl Jam was specifically on that soundtrack. Okay, perfect. And that makes sense. That makes sense. What about that thing you do? That's gonna be. Okay. I appreciate. No, that. thank you for the info. Thank you for the info. Number three, Pulp Fiction, had some pretty. Had some moments in the movie that you you would think of with the music, but I can't remember who exactly was on that soundtrack. It's the, I just know the meme the, of their heads bobbing. It's like the, the surf dancing. rock and yeah, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Like I, Dick Dale. And because yeah, Dick Dale. now that we know that that's like Tarantino's bag, mm-hmm. um, it is less impressive. But when that came out, it was like a whoa. That was like, cool. this was such a cool use of that music. So yeah, I, I would say that that deserves number two, Saturday Night Fever, and number one, Purple Rain. But then they left off things like The Bodyguard, Batman Forever, The Crow, Romeo and Juliet, Clueless soundtrack was good, Garden State, Cruel Intentions, Back to the Future, and The Breakfast Club all were past, like, were all late in this list, oh, and I just feel like that future. was... And no, I mean, uh, uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? That's that was on the list, too. Blues Brothers wasn't... I don't believe so. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Yeah, man. that's that, silly. That anyway. was so Well, excellent. these are probably... Yeah. Another list we get to disagree with. Yeah. Chuck it in the trash, please. Aww. In the trash. It was good. Celebra- you, celebrity celebrating a birthday today. Today is uh, Kobe Bryant's birthday. Uh, although he passed in 2020. Lil Yachty is 26. Jeremy Lin is 35. Skylar Gordy, that's Barry Gordy's grandson, and Sky Blue in LMFAO. Yay. Skyler is 37. Julian Casablancas. Who's that, Riz? Strokes. That's right. Lead singer of The Strokes. I saw him urinate in a, in a uh, potted plant at a radio station once. <laughs> All right. Well, Julian's 45. Ray Park. That's Darth Maul. 
And the Phantom Menace, that's Toad and the X-Men, Snake Eyes and G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra, Ray Park is 49, Jay Moore is 53, Shelley Long, that's Diane from Cheers, she is 74, Rick Springfield, also 74. Uh, did you know that before Jesse's Girl and all that, he was a soap opera actor? Yeah, what, General Hospital? I don't know, but I yep. never knew that. He came back after his music career and reprised that role. Yeah, was it General? General Hospital. General, General, Hospital. General Hospital is a General Hospital. General Hospital. Hospital. Right. He was in General Hospital. That was Hospital. Jeff's favorite. Uh, Rudy Rudiger, the real life inspiration for the movie Rudy, which did not go. It as, was. It uh, was as uh, real life went, from yeah, what I understand. If they. they Hollywooded it up. Joe Montana, who is quarterback of Rudy's Notre Dame team, says a lot of the touching inspirational aspects of the movie were bull. Uh, Rudy Rudiger is 75, and Barbara Eden, that's Jeannie on I Dream of Jeannie, still, still kicking it. it. Loved her. 92 freaking years old. Wanted Congratulations. That bottle, she had that bottle that was all pillows. Yeah. Boy, a lot of people are saying Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Should have been on that soundtrack list. Yeah. I think we should start doing, I'm going to start tweeting out these lists after we get them done. And people can just tear them apart, too. Tear them apart. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's more fun and fantasy media, is Carmen Luvana. Greece? Carmen Luvana. Oh, Greece. Greece wasn't on there? <laughs> Get the f*** out of here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, today's birthday girl has been in 142 fine films, including American Badasses, Big Ass Orgy, Dawn of the Debutantes 4, Flight 69, Girls Night Out in Tijuana, Legendary Lesbians, Monster Meat One, The Notorious SLUT, Southern California Sluts Five, and who could forget a role in 2004's Swinging in the USA? Carmen Levana is 42 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those were crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Let's give away some stuff. We're going to play Riz Show Password. Woo! Okay, so we'll uh, we'll get some uh, people on the phone. We'll pick two callers. You guys will pick teammates. Anybody here on the Riz Show? Uh, Rafe included. Yes. Rafe's in on that too. Okay. Right? Is that what we did last time? Or are uh, you just a host? I usually host, but I, I could be included. It doesn't matter. I just don't have... I know the words, so maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, all right. I'm going to give you guys the words in real time, so I would yes, have to... Yes, okay, so everybody but Rafe. Okay, okay, pick a teammate. I'll just host. Uh, and we'll go back and forth giving you one word, clues as to what the password is, you against the listener, mm -hmm. and uh, it's best of, uh, best of three, or best of best five? Best of three. Best of so three. So you'll each, you'll get three chances. Uh, whoever wins the first password has the option to play or pass on the next one. Because sometimes it may be, they may think that it's beneficial to have, like, well, we're not going to get this in one clue. Right. So let's, let's I'm gonna, get another I'm one. I'm going to hedge my bets that I can play off the other person's okay. clue. It's, it's, once we get going, it's easy. Yeah. It's real easy. Got to pay easy. attention. Well, it should be. Well, it should be easy. You got, guys, you got to pay attention. And what we mean Please. by that is listen to the previous things that are being said. Listen before to the previous clues during. for the love of God. To be clear, you are guessing the same word. Yeah. Especially now that we know that Riz has high blood pressure. Please, for the I don't have high blood pressure. <laughs> Why's your face I found that out yesterday. Billy Rubin or something. Ratio password is next. Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of Chester Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018. The, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. 
And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Attention, Riz Show fans and weirdos. Let me tell you about Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement tea experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredible difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all-things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Hey, this is Kevin Farley, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Well, there was one uh, video I saw this morning had me shaking my head. Um, man, you want to know how to get on a pilot's bad side? Yes. Ask them if they've been drinking just as they're about to get on their plane. <laughs> so this, uh, and we'll, we'll put it in quotes, comedian, tried that on a pilot walking into the jet bridge. And the pilot was furious. Furious. First of all, this douchebag comedian plugged his, his website before he... <laughs> You know, before he uh, asked the pilot the question. So listen how this turned out. How you doing? Good. Are you the pilot of this flight? Yeah, what's up? You haven't been drinking or anything, have you? You know what? <laughs> I'm joking around. It's no, a I'm joke. not joking. It's a joke, sir. I'm not joking. I can off right now. Oh, my God. You ever heard of a joke? I'm a comedian. Oh, my God. You ever heard of a joke? Wow. Do you not want to just uh, take a glove and hit him with the glove in the face? You ever heard of a joke? Did you see a video of that pilot who was had an axe and he was just beating the hell out of the Yes, we'll gate? get to that in Friday Fail Stories. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. No, that's that's fine. <laughs> that pilot snapped. This guy is about to snap on this quote-unquote comedian. I'm joking. I can off right now. Oh, my God. You ever heard of a joke? I'm a comedian. Oh, my God. 
I'm a comedian. It was right. a joke. You don't laugh. Excuse me. I'm very sorry I funded it. Okay. And the reason being you don't do it because that gentleman right there and anybody who else is around now doubts what I do for a living. All right? So I don't go into your work. I understand. It was a don't joke. It mean no offense you. It mean no offense Wow. See what I mean about life? See what do you mean, mean about, about life? life? <laughs> just get on the damn plane and uh, just get on the plane and have a nice day. Just smile at me and put your bag where it needs to go and shut the Leave the up. pilot alone. Don't talk to the pilot. He's got a job to do. Why is the pilot? You know what? I, it's nice that the pilots try to come out and be friendly. The guy was walking out of the plane. Oh, okay. I thought this was one of those whenever you go onto a Southwest flight and like the pilot's there. The no, everybody's walking out of the plane. The, the pilot is about to, <laughs> to get on the plane and do his job. Leave the pilot. I'm just get on the damn plane. Shut your mouth, and we'll all get to where we have to go. That's it. Mm -hmm. Please. I thought the pilot handled it pretty nicely, <clears throat> considering. I was at uh, Salt and Smoke last week because I was judging uh, the Battle of the Bands at Bush, you know, before the game. Yeah. And I went to Salt and Smoke to have a cocktail. And I was sitting there. I was actually on the phone with Victory Men's Health. They were giving me my blood work results. I'm sitting there, and this young man goes, hey, is this seat taken next to me at the bar? And I go, no. So I'm on the phone with my doctor, talking to them, hang up, and then I make a joke like, sorry, you had to kind of go through my whole health details at it and he was real nice and he's like you know what do you do and I'm like oh I'm on the Rizzuto show and I go what do you do and he's like I'm a FedEx pilot and I'm like that is so cool and then I like talked to him all about his life you know and I go, was he was he enjoying a cocktail too no he was not enjoying he was here for a layover uh he was enjoying dinner and he was like yeah I fly out later tonight you know, but it was interesting, like, to hear about his life because he was from Seattle. And he, he was friendly, but you could tell he was like, just don't talk to me. Like, you know, I... I you engaged. I engaged, but I was also trying to just be friendly. Just and, leave the pot alone. I know. See, I, I'm the part of the problem. Now, Rafe, as a comedian, <laughs> as a comedian, yeah. your thoughts on this guy? Uh, two things he did that comedians don't do. One, you don't, if you don't ever have to say, oh, it's a joke. I'm joking. <laughs> that means you're... And, and if you have to identify yourself multiple times, I'm a comedian. I am a comedian. You're not. You're not. You're a wannabe. You're aspiring. Yeah. I'd be curious, like, what is... But, I mean, everyone's got, like, a prank. You, everyone's got a f YouTube, TikTok prank. That's the weird thing about... Comedian is one of the weird professions. You don't have to have a and, license to have to be have, a comedian. There, it, all you got to do is write it in your bio on Instagram and... Uh, it's as true as you want it to be. Yeah. You do one open mic, you're technically a comedian. I'm a pilot. But, but if somebody goes, if I go to an, if I go to an open mic. You have to mic, be licensed to yeah. have that, to oh. have that title. If I sing karaoke one time, I don't get to just put musician in my, you know, because it's a provable thing. Like, oh, you're a musician. Cool. What? Well, play me a song. Yeah. Play a, an instrument. Like, well, I'm a karaoke. Well, I sing. I sing. Oh, what band are you in? Well, I karaoke. <laughs> Then people I sing like, in the oh, shower. You're in an a idiot. lot of bands. Yeah, that's that's funny. Like, yeah, you could say you're a comedian, and people will believe you. But you don't have to go through training. You don't have to have no. a license. Mm -hmm. You don't have to show a piece of paper, you know, with your picture on it, saying, "See, it says here I'm a comedian." See this? My yeah. comedian pass. You guys don't see my comedian degree hanging on the wall <laughs> in our office. Right. You don't even have to be funny. You can just harass a pilot on TikTok. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm a comedian. Just, does anybody get jokes nowadays? Uh, me, do you get the vibes that guy also talks about being from New York? One of the is that Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, one of the like that. best recent stand-up specials is Mike Birbiglia's "Thank God for Jokes," and it came out like right around the pandemic. Uh, and he goes through like all of this, like when 
about like why jokes are important, why you can joke about certain things. It's very meta because he talks about like jokes belong in the hands of professional comedians. And the reason we've seen this big pushback is because amateur joke tellers try to push the envelope because they think shocking and joking is the same thing. Mm. And then they make all these subjects, these taboo subjects, it used to be easier to tackle for professionals, harder to navigate because, you know, you got hacks out there. Harassing pilots on the way. <laughs> well, even if he thought it was a joke, I get what the pilot's saying, too. Like, hey, man, don't put that out there. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. being a little uptight. I will say Yeah, that. he's been a little uptight. was being a little... No he's been, he's been a little... He, he, may be, he may be being you a little can't uptight. You can't be too... No, he, he deserves to be uptight. This dude's literally responsible... For what? How many? Mm. What's the average flight? Two hundred lives. I agree. Two hundred people's lives. Two hundred families agree. are putting their lives in this guy's hand. He should be uptight. You better be uptight. You better be arrogant and uptight if you're flying a plane with me or my family in it. I'm telling you, man. You can say, hey, lighten up a little bit. You know? Uh-uh. Are you no. trying to throw him off the plane? Lighten up a little bit. He's trying to throw him off the plane. Good. They should be uptight. They should be high strung, and they should be able to do what damn near whatever they want. I wonder if this guy. Was I don't know. Annoying. High strung is the word. Uh, high strung. No, okay, not, not high strung. Uh, but but you, you know what I'm saying. I'm like, freaking out no, in like, the cockpit. I'm yeah. freaking out, man. Don't tell a pilot to lighten up. That's ridiculous. I'm freaking out, but lucky for you, I'm arrogant. Yeah, but I think this guy probably was annoying looking from the start. Yeah, we he didn't is have a chance. Looking, yeah. Like if a hot chick was like talking to him and like, hey, did you have a cocktail before? You know, his reaction would have been completely would different. Would have been way different. Yeah. How so many he, lives are you responsible for every day? A lot. Zero. <laughs> Zero. A Unless lot. someone's in your car. <laughs> And you should be thinking about it like that. Who but else is going to wake up St. Louis? Hey, this guy. Like, how many yeah. how many gigs yeah. out there? How many gigs out there? What I do. That you're doing <laughs> twice a day. That you're responsible for literally the the lives of hundreds and hundreds of people. Just jokes, man. Come on, lighten up, Francis. No, I'm, 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 no, I'm here to defend a hole pilots. Be an a hole. No, I, listen. <laughs> Leave the pilots alone, okay? Just, please, please, just, just leave, leave the pilots alone. God, I don't leave like them guys. alone. Let them do their job. I don't want them angry at Bill in row four because of some the stupid comedian. Junk. Yeah. If yeah. only those just pilots could have something before the flight to kind yeah, of yeah, loosen up, up a little bit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take the edge off. Yeah. At the Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free shit. Right, right. <laughs> and we are playing Riz Show Password. So let's get two contestants. Each contestant will pick a Riz Show member. Uh, the Risho members will then give the clues to the contestants, and uh, whoever gets the word correct, two out of three, right? Two rounds out of three. That's correct. Okay. God, for the love of God, please pay attention. Yes. Pay attention to the clues before. Okay, let's go to uh, Tiffany. Tiffany, hello. Hello. Hi, Tiffany. Hi. Oh, no. All right, pick somebody, please. Uh, let's go with Learn. All right, yes. Learn. So it's Learn and Tiffany. Willpower. Let's do it, and girl. Learn, little girl power going on there. Uh, David, hello. David. David. Yes. David. Yes. All right, pick. Already it. not listening. <laughs> pick, Ew, David. Pick a teammate. <laughs> Team Lindbergh, let's go. All right, so yeah, Moon. Baby. Okay, Moon and David. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll start. Give them the passwords, please. Okay. All right, <laughs> Tiffany and David, please, for the love of God, pay attention. Okay. okay. Okay, we'll start with Learn. Learn, your first clue All right. to Tiffany. Tiff, here we go. Debbie Harry. That's two words, but we'll allow it. We'll allow it. we'll allow it because it's a proper name. 
Debbie yeah. Harry. Guess. I have I have no idea. Damn it. <laughs> to you, Moon. David, your clue yes. your clue is brunette. I have no clue. All right, Tiff. Good job, guys. Here we go. Tiffany. Tiff. Tiff. Um, Crushing it. Tiffany. Hair. I stink. Okay. Dang it. Yeah, I hope work? you were listening. Now, before, I, before we react to the word, we have to wait for the judge to give the thumbs up or thumbs okay. down. Okay. 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 David, to you. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. We're getting a little dicey with these two words, but I will. It's a name. We're getting so deep, I'm going to allow it. <laughs> Who do I um, It's not your turn, Tiffany. Uh, here. I'm not Sorry. sure. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, oh, Tiffany, shut your face. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Learn. What? Clue. Yes. Okay. Tiff. Hot. <laughs> Blondie. Uh, no. Close. Dang it. David. Yes. Dumb. Can you repeat that? Dumb. D-U-M-B. Dumb. Um. <laughs> Tiffany's reaction. David. You're killing me, brother. David, yeah, we got a, we got a 10 has, second has delay. Has, on. Sorry. Tiffany. Tiff. Tiff. I, I have... No, David, David, shut, shut up. your face. <laughs> David, you're done. All right. I need to mute my side when it's not my turn. Okay, okay. Tiff. Yeah. Beach. Blonde. Oh, yes. God. Yes. David, the word was blonde. God dang, the man. The word was blonde. Dumb blonde. Marilyn Monroe, okay, Debbie okay, Harry. Okay, she okay. said blonde. They are dumb blondes. Hair smart. Ones, that's why. She's okay, close. Okay. 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 okay, okay. <laughs> now, Tiffany, I'm going to leave it up to you. Do you want to uh, get the clue first or second this next round? Uh, second. Second. Okay. So the new word well, is going to be shown. Okay. okay. We're going to have to get this in one, David. The new word is going to be shown here to the uh, to the. I thought we would let clue givers. The winner win. Get your guessing brain well, on. Well, you, since you guys will see the word, I thought the strategy would be you guys could decide if you want to pass or play. But I, that's all right. You guys get okay. it? Got the clue? Got the word? Yeah, let us decide. Oh, let me see. Let me see. It's okay. We've already made a choice this time. Let me see what it is. Okay. Oh, oh man. Oh, you don't want to guess along? This is super tough. Oh, yeah, you do need this to This is tough. Okay. Okay. It's a tough one. Um, <laughs> we got this, Tiffany. We got it. <laughs> all right. So David and Moon first. Here we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I, uh, I'm going to change my clue. And uh... <laughs> what? David, are you listening? Yes. Here's okay. your clue. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. Okay. Three what is words. That? Can we do that? What is that? Can three, we it's one word three times. But that's we're a, really stretching. What is that? Come on. Ho, ho, ho. Come on. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, it's okay. That's all right. <clears throat> then you're going to go, Bleh. All right, here we go. Okay. Tiff. Stop kicking things. <laughs> I'm so angry. Everybody, shut up. Macaroons. Why are, you dancing? Why are you dancing? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think she thinks that's a better clue than it is. She's hey. very self-satisfied. Okay, go ahead. With all the things you could have said. Okay, Tiffany. 
Macaroons. I don't even know if you're saying it right. I'm probably not. You are. You trying to say macaroon? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, gosh, I'm gonna. Gosh, I'm sure it's a French. French pastry chef. What, what's what's your word? It's uh, one word. Uh, one French. word. French? You got it, You've got, got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Sweet. Sorry, David. The dance was worth it. Yes. When Moon said, uh huh, huh, I thought of the French chef from The Little Mermaid. Yeah. And that's exactly, you did the game exactly right, Tiffany. I'm you did so it right. You right, listened and you put the clues together well, contextually. I'm glad I helped somebody. Hey, guys. What? That was a one word. We're having a good time. One, hey, one let me reiterate one. the rules. That's one word. Here's, how, the, here's how it's going to work going French. forward. The password will be one word. There will never be multiple words. No names. It's not going to be a proper someone's. Yeah, it's not going to be a name. No and if it is, name. I would give you credit for this. The last, if it was like a, if it was the name of an actor, I would just give you credit for the last name. Uh, when you try to refrain from compound words, unless there's something like lipstick, that's fine. Let's try. Let's let's not take I mean, too many word, liberties. Uh-huh. But honestly, he did say the same word three times, which is a good loophole. I appreciate the loophole. I'm allowing it. All, how do you spell uh-huh. no, it? Also, I, don't know, I don't know if that's in the dictionary. Uh-huh. From, from now on, we're going to let you guys decide on the pass or play in studio because you're going to know the word. Okay, and you right, can help. I, I jumped the gun a little bit there, Rafe. It's okay. Let the yeah, listeners decide. It worked out. It worked out. All right, Elijah. Hello. <laughs> I thought that was as good a good a clue as I could yep, get. I guess he's done. Bye. Uh, Patrick, hello. Happy birthday, Riz. Hey, thanks, buddy. Pick somebody. I pick Riz. Okay. Dude, we got this, buddy. Okay. All right. Uh, Mike, hello. Caller ID. What's up, dudes? Uh, Mike, who uh, who do you want to play with? Moon. Moon. Yeah, baby. Okay. guess these people don't like winning. <laughs> hey, right. yeah. Yeah. You just swept and no one picked you. This okay. has nothing to do with me. <laughs> Uh, all, all right, right Patrick, Patrick will go first since uh, I picked you first. Yep, Patrick will go you first. Are. Gentlemen, your word is being presented. Let me okay. know when you have it. Give me Got a it. nod. Got it. Riz and Got Patrick, it. you will go first. Riz, please give a one-word clue for the password. It's a tough one. Is it? Patrick, listen closely. Trophy. Hmm. Winner. Excellent. That was a good call and response. That's the best one I've heard since we started this game. Thanks, Ray. High five. five. Thank you. Okay, Mike. Thanks very much. Okay, Mike. No, it's not. Because it wasn't a clue, I'm going to use this as as the clue. My word is uh-huh. winner. Um, ceremony. Okay. Not a bad guess. Queen. Hmm. Hmm. Loser. Mm. Victor. Hmm. Well, Mike. Victor. Conquer. Conquer. We're dancing around it. We're getting for we're getting think of the other clues, guys. <laughs> Just Once we you're get five a participant clues. now. Yeah. Everybody's talking way Words. too much, by the way. Yes, Are we talking saying. way too much? All of this is filler. I haven't said a damn word. Patrick, pay attention. Right Here now. comes the fifth clue. <laughs> From Riz. 
<laughs> see how gotta rein it in. Do you see stop how talking to him. Everybody, stop talking. <laughs> oh God, this is a this is a tough word. This is a very tough word. He's still. Well, these are clues. He's throwing things. You both, out. Are, you both are, can't stop talking. Both of you. Okay. All right, yeah. Okay. Just, <laughs> Boxing. Okay. Boxing. Five seconds. King. All right. After we reach five, I repeat the clues. Okay. So, New rule. Where did we okay. start? No, I did this last time. Trophy. Trophy. Winner. Winner. Queen. Queen. Victor. Victor. Boxing. Boxing. Moon, give your sixth clue to Mike. Just say. Uh, <laughs> I'm making faces. Uh, it is a tough word. Yeah. Let's. Um, <laughs> I know there's one word that would unlock this. Man. But will you say it? Oh. Um. <sighs> People are losing their minds right I now. Know. I know. Are they, are they getting, <laughs> are they People getting on there right? knowing what oh, it is. Oh. Wait, 10 clues ago. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's just say Rocky. Champion. Champion, Patrick. Yes, Virginia, wow. there is a Santa Claus. Wow, six clues deep on champion. All right, good job, Mike. Can I also say, Ray, <laughs> Thank you, Mike. giving the clue, Thank you. rereading the clues after the fifth one, I, I don't think is fair. It should be an even. It should after be six. six. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with that. Ooh. Or I've after four. Although, you should be paying attention on your own. We but shouldn't even have he gets to, to go first. So after the fifth clue, that means the person who had the advantage of going first. Uh, good argument. That was my logic, but... We could do six. Do you guys want to do six? Hopefully we don't get to five. We need a gavel in here. All right, so let's get the word. I'm just trying to put people out of their misery at that point. Me and Mike start, right? Who's the one that just... No, winner chooses. Michael just... I'm going to show you the word. Michael with the instant feedback on riveting radio, guys and gal. Hey, you know what? This is riveting. You can go to hell, Michael. Yeah. Whatever you say. Here is the new word. Riz, you can either pass or play. Uh, no, they got the last one. Um, Mike, should Mike, we should we pass, pass or play? Or play. Move. Let's pass. Pass. Okay. 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 Right. Time for redemption. Time for redemption. You got this. All right, Patrick, dude. ready? Let's do it. Party. What was it again? Party. Favor. Happy. Birthday. Yay! Yay! Yes, All right. Mike. I give up. Sorry, buddy. Okay. Sweet. Wow. Very impressive. All right. Nice. Congratulations. Mike. Let's Earned do one it. more round. Earned it there. Earned it. One that, more round. That was good. One more round, and I'm dedicating this to Michael, who, who has, doesn't have the balls the, to play this gave game. Gave me the feedback saying riveting, riveting radio. Yeah. It is Go riveting. to hell. You get on the phone line, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Ed. Hello, Ed. Hi, Riz. Uh, pick somebody. Can I have you, please? I don't want to play again, but I will. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's what? fine. You and I won last I time. I know. I, hey, we got it this time, too. All right. Uh, Brian, pick somebody. Learn. Learn. Yes, my man. Okay. Here we go. I die. Let's get the password. 
Everyone's got the password, Rafe. Here we go. Here we go. Who picks first? Riz, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Okay. The password is. Okay. Get it. Got to learn? Yeah. Can All right. It? Can I see it? What is it? Show moon. Oh. Okay. Oh. All right. Ready, Ed? Ed? Yes. Water. Ocean. Great guess. Brian. Rain. Drops. Also a great guess. Morning. Ew. Good guess. Brian, sex. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what say it again. I said sex. What the hell? What the uh, hell are you talking about? And water, huh? No way you get off that, but go ahead. Uh, bed. Think of the Baby. <laughs> Come on, Ed. Come on, Ed. Five Cloud. seconds, Ed. What'd you say, loud? Cloud. Cloud. You guys are a disaster. No. All right, all right. No. Brian, ESP, here we go. Curtain. Waterfall. Oh my God! All right, let's go over these clues. Please say them again in the order in which they I don't even received. know. I don't oh even God. know. Oh I don't even know. I don't even know what I said. Yeah, I know. Macaroons and sex. I don't even know what I said. I gotta figure out hey, how her mind Ed, works. It was water, rain. Here we go. Water, water, rain, morning, sex, baby, curtain. For the love of God. Ed. Shower. Oh Oh, you didn't even you didn't even give him a clue. You didn't even give him a clue. He, he just needed he to hear him all again. <laughs> so we were on to something. You were. None of you have ever done it in the shower? Yeah, yeah, that's I that, thought this that, was the Riz show. I don't know. I feel like Scott? A wild departure. <laughs> no one said bathtub. Well, you know. okay. okay. All right, next one, next uh, next password here. All right, here we go. This ought to be a train wreck. Here we go. Okay, perfect. Give it the last uh, last one for us, Ed, because we're going to get it here and it's over. No, we're Brian, you and me. Okay. All right. Oh, Jesus Christ. So don't we such a loop this time. All right. I won't be you know what? G rated from here on out. So I didn't I thought people could take it. Did you it. see what the word is? I did. Okay, I'm gonna I'm Ed, I'm deferring to learn to give the first password. All right. Okay. Smart move, Brian. I think. Looks. Out. Okay. Yes. Pretty. Woman. Also a good guess. Brian. Man. Uh, gorgeous. Uh, good guess. <sighs> Scott's in the booth laughing now. <laughs> ah, Looks don't man. look at me, learn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Clooney. Clue. I think you want to say George. Okay, that's um, not. Well. I was going to say doctor, but okay. Did, did you listen to the other clues? I was over here going, he's going to say George. He's going to say did George. Did you listen to the, what everything else is build on yeah. what was said? Okay. And Brian, here we go. Brian. It's <laughs> so bad, dude. Um, uh, Brian. People are, people are screaming at their windshields right now. Beautiful. 
pretty. Yeah, that was giving us a clue earlier, so you're clearly listening. Let's just go ahead and go over these. Okay. Looks pretty, man, Clooney, beautiful. Ed? <laughs> you got to give him a clue, bud. I got to give him a clue? Yeah. yeah. Do I have to? Okay. Yes, you uh, have to. Uh, Why are you red? Your blood pressure. My blood pressure. <laughs> oh, my God. My blood pressure. You got this. Uh, I want uh, 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 I'm trying to think of words yeah. that we haven't used before. You're doing yeah. a good job. It's tough, isn't well, it? There's thousands. I know. I know. Thank you. <laughs> Hopefully you get less upset with us when we're delaying like this because it is tough. Dapper. Handsome. There. Yeah. Yeah. Dapper Dan. You can stay uh. in the Wow. We're done. Thank you. Thank we you. did it. Congratulations. Three Thanks, sweeps. Brian. Three ugly sweeps. <laughs> chest charts. Wow. Riveting That's radio. Something. Riveting. Thank you. But we're going to take this game out back. And... <laughs> no, I love it. Thank I love you. it, too. I love it. Oh, my God. I'm sweating. I know. Calm down, man. I'm sweating. All right. Let's take a break. Jeez. Pseudo show. Traffic and weather. We'll come back and uh, reset. <laughs> some emails. We'll do some emails. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at GoToDobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money-saver coupons, to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stung by three yellow jackets. Uh, Learn's husband, Tim, got stung by three yellow jackets. Yes. Assaulted. Assaulted. <laughs> yeah. Did. Assault. That's right. Assaulted by by uh, yellow jackets. And then I read the story, uh, and it makes what Tim and I went through. And thanks for your concern, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like a walk in a park. Headline, man stung by nearly 2,000 bees. Hospitalized in Sun City West. That's uh, Arizona. Oh my God! Two thousand bees. I guess this guy worked at a golf course. Uh, and he encountered a beehive, and they're like, they're saying it's it's unclear what what exactly led to the attack, but somehow the guy disturbed a hive. And here are some witnesses describing what that looked like when two thousand bees were descending on this golf course worker. We were moving down the fairway. We saw a worker working. He stopped and he started swinging his arms 
didn't pay a lot of attention to it at first. As we went down closer, I started to pick up my ball. All of a sudden, the bees started attacking me. So I, I got my golf cart and started heading back. By the time he turned around, he was completely covered with bees. He probably had a foot of bees on him. Can you, uh, I, I, I'm imagining if, if you're, wait, if you're swarmed with bees and they're all over your body, you, you just go, I'm done. That's it. That's it. It's over. Can you imagine what, looking at somebody crossing a field with a foot of bees on them? Just looking like a bee mask? Like, you know, a bee costume? How many? Foot of bees. How a many? Foot thick? Uh, I guess so. Or maybe from head to. To, to neck. To uh, neck. Yeah, here to here oh, or something. Man. Or like. How many stings does it take to kill you? Now, if you don't have to be allergic. They made a Tootsie Roll, mm -hmm. a Tootsie Pop commercial. Like, so how many stings would, would kill you? Even if you're not allergic. Right. You know, one, if, you, if, you know, if you're allergic to bees, you know, could, could kill you. Anaphylactic shock. Uh, but what if you're not allergic? Yeah, it's okay. like they're a venom overload. I'm sure. How many bee stings would it take to kill you? I'm looking up, uh, experts have said that more, because we're seeing more, more stories of swarms, and they're saying that weather's playing a big role in it. So throughout, um, you know, your state, if you have a lot of rain, increased rainfall can lead to a boom in bee populations. Mm, boom in bees. The lethal, bees dose, man. the lethal dose required for an average male is 226 milligrams. Approximate amount of venom in one honeybee is 59. Whoa, that oh, does not seem like that many. Math. Stings per lethal dose. Well, this guy was rushed to the hospital. It He's says, intubated in, in, like, critical condition. It says if they're not, like, in, like, key uh, places, because this one guy died in England. He had one sting in this particular part of his neck. And he wasn't allergic? It went into his bloodstream. Um, it was, like, on the jugular or something. This says if it was just normal, like, you know, your arm, not a lethal spot, stings per lethal dose would be 3,831. Average honeybee. Stings on an average weighted man. And this How guy, many? Say that again. Three thousand eight hundred and thirty-one. Oh, this stings. guy was only stung two thousand times. Yeah, what if you're tough? He'll be all right. What if you're guy tough? I died from one in the jugular, though. That's why. Well, that's that's got to be now fake. That I don't know, fake. But. That that's considered the full lethal dose. It says there are many more horrible things that can happen to the human body well before three thousand stings. Yeah. Yikes. That's just the the the, the fatal dose of venom hmm. put into the human body. And so this guy was stung by uh, or swarmed by two, at least 2,000 bees and stung that many times. So That's wild, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, my, my foot's fine, guys. Thank you. You all right? Good. <laughs> I'm fine. After a week, I'm good. Uh, let's get some of your emails. Rich Show at 1057thepoint.com. Emails are brought to you by Big Dick's Brick and Mailboxes. No box too big or too small. Big Dick's does them all. Listener Kyle from Illinois here. I listened to the start of Friday show about Riz's high water bill, and I have quite the first water bill story. Bought my home in 2009. It was formerly used as a saddle club where horse shows and events took place. Sat vacant for a few years until I purchased the property and uh, finished the building on the property into a home. The very first water bill he got. This is right after college. He's 22 years old. And his water bill came for 265,000 gallons oh. of water. 265,000 gallons, which would be how much? Well, your bill was for, uh, what, an average of 40,000 gallons? Uh, yeah, well, my bill was $995. He doesn't have the price here, but he said, imagine the shock in receiving the hard kick to the wallet as the first bill of ownership, uh, home ownership, 265,000 gallons of water. Uh, I think uh, what, what turned out, it was like it was a mistake. And there yeah, was something and, that broke underneath the ground. As I mentioned the, war, the people are, are, were cool on the phone. They're coming by today to investigate. All right. 
Oh, they are. They're really going to make sure. They're making sure you didn't you, you didn't oh, start no, a no, lake. They're, yeah, they're, they're coming out today. <laughs> Dang, they're going to check, gonna check your woods and be like, yeah, they're checking. They're checking. They're they're checking the meter. They're doing the whole thing. This has to be a leak, right? Like somewhere, but it, I wonder where that liability becomes your own. You know. Well, if it is a leak, all you have to do is say I fixed the leak, mm-hmm. or give them documentation that you fixed the leak, and they they usually prorate your okay. Or whatever they they will uh, help you with the bill, but yeah, I, I definitely didn't use nine hundred ninety five dollars worth of water last month. <laughs> so something's wrong. Having a water park party without inviting us. That's yeah, fun. I don't operate yeah, Hurricane Harbor. I bet you <laughs> their water bill is less. Maybe it's those bees, dude. Yeah, you need water jackets. to multiply. You yeah, had a right. yellow jacket's yep. nest. I'm starting to see some dot connection. <laughs> right. <laughs> the bees tapped into your hose, dude. Could be. The bees tapped into could, your hose. Could bees got all Bee. up in your hose, man? Next, that's war. We hear daily what the Team Riz members' favorite part of the Riz show. But what is each Riz show member's favorite part of the show or the week? Is Probably it the, 10 o'clock. Is it no. the power hour? No, I'm kidding. Is it the games, interviewing guests? What is each member's favorite part of the show? Brent. Uh, I know. I, I have fun uh, first hour, usually when we're just chopping it up. Uh, I love crap on celebrities. Hmm. Uh, I love when we do emails. I love, I don't know, I, you love your show. I, I love the show. I mean, I love every part of it. I love the emails because it is always so random, and I love that people take the time to actually email us. I think that is so cool, and and so th- this part that we're doing right now is my favorite part. Yeah, I would say six a.m. hour for me is by by far my favorite, and then emails and games, yeah. all, the, all the fun stuff. Yeah, Rafe. Same. Uh, well, I like the first hour when we're just chatting, and uh, just, we go down some rabbit holes. It's very organic, and I enjoy that. Uh, but I also love when the wheels come off a little bit <laughs> in yeah, the yeah, games yeah. and things like that. So it's all of it's fun. Scott? Uh, the opening for sure. And then I love whenever we get guests and especially legendary people. Whenever they come in, that's just really awesome. Yeah, we got uh, Jay Farrell coming in on uh, on Friday. That's nice. a big one. The return. The return. Second timers yeah. club. Scott, you would say that because you have such an intimate time with any guest that comes in. Like, anytime anybody comes in, you get to have them first. You yeah. get to have them last. Like, they're always doing, like, liners for the show. And you get to have, like, some one-on-one time. So I could see why you'd love that. And it's kind of fun. You get to see who uh, is actually nice. Like, they'll be incredible in the room, but you can right. see how they are in and outside. And So true. Yeah. Just getting those moments. Like, talking Cardinal baseball with Billy Corgan. Yeah, that's crazy. cool. Just uh, the coolest. Next. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. And Scott? Uh, This is an interesting question. It's talking about our routines. Mm -hmm. Do y'all still do your soccer ball kick around in the morning before the show? Oh, I remember this. We used to do that at the uh, the old station. So I I, I had a soccer ball at my feet at all times. You did, man. No matter what. I I came into meetings with a soccer ball at my my feet. Because it was in the morning, you know, we're there at 4 or 5 a.m. So in that hall, nobody was ever there. And one day, these guys started kind of kicking it with me. And then in the morning, for those that are newer to the show, like the last four or five years... Uh, those first couple years, <laughs> we would go out and play sticks. There was like these um, like stanchion light type things out in the the concrete. What do you call that? Like the atrium courtyard. Oh, I thought courtyard. we would use the ashtray. The ash. Oh, that's what it was. The ash, like the ash stashes, mm-hmm. like the stand up ashtrays. Yeah, that, that were the, like as tall as those lights. Like, yeah, they, you know, they get rid of your cigarette butts. Yeah, two and a half foot, three three foot, and we would have those, and we would kick them across over the the waterfall and try to hit those things and score points. Yeah. And uh, that was a 
that was a habit for a long time. A couple that was, years. That well, was our pre-show ritual. And then we moved here, and then we don't have that. Soccer ball's gone. This yeah, is, we used to this is not as... kick a soccer ball around for 15 yeah, we... minutes up until the show started. I used to come, about that. come into work, and like all you guys would be out in the courtyard, like because I would get there like an hour later than you, and I would come in, and Jeff would just like kick the ball to me as I'm like walking yeah. into work, and I kick it to Moon, and like that was like the coolest thing. I totally forgotten about yeah. that. Yeah. Well, you know, and you know, it started that is before the show. Um, about, I don't know, 45 minutes before the show, 35 minutes before the show, when we first started it, Riz smoked cigarettes. Mm. And we would go out, you, you would smoke cigarettes, and we would, we'd always go out and hang out with you. Yeah. It was the wintertime. We're all going, what are we doing out here? This is ridiculous. That's what it is. I'd go out and have a smoke. So I'd start my, I'd, I'd, bring, I'd bring a ball, and then Jeff and I would start kicking it, and then we'd turn it into a game. Guys, see how cool ritual. smoking is? Dude. <laughs> it's people well, the, outside the crazy, it's people outside, yeah. You, yeah. Quit, you quit right around that same time. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we kept we kept it going. But this office is not as uh, it's not conducive. To it's that. not soccer ball friendly. Well, we're also on the second floor, and there's no there's no real area to do it. Mm -hmm. We had the big fountain. We used to kick it over the fountain. Yeah, John's yeah. office is pretty big. Maybe maybe there. You'd love that. Uh, next. Uh, let's see. Listening to Friday. Uh, hey, gang. Right. Listening hey. to Friday's podcast and learned to mention Batman, the animated series, being one of her favorite shows to watch. I've rewatched them with my kids and noticed that there are some very adult feelings of grief, shame, anger, and so on. What cartoons have you ever gone back to watch and picked up on adult themes presented in the show? Another one came to mind was the first episode of Animaniacs throwing jokes about a certain president dreaming he was president. Thanks. Love the show. Miss you, Jeff. That's Nick. Uh, I'll tell you what, Ren and Stimpy, when I watched as a kid, and you watch those as as, uh, as uh, yep. adults. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very adult-themed things in there. Um, uh, the Simpsons? Oh, for sure. Rugrats, too, which is all about babies, but lots of adult themes went through that yeah. show. I'll tell you, the greatest cartoons, the greatest shows ever made are ones that are made for kids and adults, mm -hmm. and the kids don't know they're, they're, they're it's got adult humor, and the adults are kind of missing some of the the things that it's doing for kids' brains. Like that's what makes all these movies enormous. That's why Shrek and all these huge animated movies are great because the parents go and there's plenty to absorb. Yeah. Yep. I think there was a, I mentioned this Friday, I thought, but there was a movement at those late cartoons around that time, same time like Gargoyles, X Men, the animated series. Like they had some adult themes that as a kid you may not have picked up on but like that were mirroring societal which that's what marvel's always done it kind of mirrored some societal things that were happening and uh so yeah i think when you go back and watch those shows like some of those afternoon shows from like man late 90s early aughts they started dipping their toe mm. in like that kind of stuff remember the show eon flux oh yeah, yeah. Dude. yeah. came on that like was, after daria that was part of liquid tv yeah, yeah. not a great movie Right? So, was it Liquid Liquid Television on MTV? Yeah. Liquid MTV. Television started, yeah, but that but that one. It that, was Syphil and Ollie. It was right? it was Syphil and Ollie, it, Alan Flux. And, it was the and guy. It. it was Daria too, and then and then it the was, head. It was the guy with the the purple gargoyle that lived in his head, in mm -hmm. his skull. You yeah, remember that one. That one was free. Was that called sweet. the head? Yeah, maybe. We got time for one more because it's well, got a good question. Quickly, at the quickly. End. Good morning, ladies and gents. I just wanted to stop by and say thank you so much. After hearing all the discussions about you guys and everybody else using bidets and how wonderful they are, I pulled the trigger and purchased one. I didn't go too far price wise because I was uncertain about how I would feel. But let me say I'm a changed man. I installed it the other day, and after a successful 15 minute practice run, I couldn't wait to get the full experience. Oh boy, game changer. Thanks again. Love the show. Three out of five stars. P.S. 
Are you supposed to still wipe afterwards? <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Uh, yes, question? I mean sometimes depends on uh, depends on. Well, yeah, you gotta you gotta dry and, and you gotta dry. You gotta dry and check. It's called the the dry and check. Yeah, but you gotta save on toilet paper though for sure. Yeah, yeah. Your paperwork's not gonna be as expensive as it was without the bidet. Hmm, I but, need to get a new one. But certainly you have to check. I mean, you, you, the dry and yeah. check. You don't want to. I need know, to get a new bidet. You want you don't want humidity or mystery. Hmm. Broke mine. Just wrote it too hard. Did you? Plug a hair dryer <laughs> in next to the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of those automatic hand dryers. Just put your butt yeah, in. Yeah. Hey, you twerk How did you break it? It, it cracked. The, pl- the the newer one? The one that I had the dude it? wipe 1000. No, I didn't, get the, I didn't get the heated one yet. Oh, I thought you had that. No, that, that's... You know what? What? I'm, my, my wife stole me a birthday gift. <laughs> well. There you go. Hmm. All right, dude. Yeah. She wanted to get me a Blackstone. Oh, but you even said you're never going to use that. I'm never going to use it. Is that a grill? It's the griddle oh. that goes outside. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I made fun of it. Yeah, it's cool. I'll be honest with you. Why don't you get one and just give it to your old boy, Moon? Like, I'll be honest with you. It's cool. <laughs> well, get it. Try it. And if you don't like it, give it to Moon. But no, but I don't. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't want to give anything to him. Oh. Secondly, it's going to be one of those things I use it for a week. That's so messed up, man. I use it for a week, and then it's going to sit there. and and Yes. And like I'm going to be mad ones. every time <laughs> I walk by. Done nothing but been your boy for 20 oh, years. Oh, I'll get you a bidet. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. If I don't like my bidet, I'll give it to you, okay? Hey, do you not like your job? Will you be doing the same thing, making the same amount of money in five years? You know you could change your life with a career in tech and have unlimited growth opportunities. Now, you've heard about Centric for a long time, but why haven't you done anything yet? Graduates are always saying, man, I wish I would have done it sooner. Now, don't wait for something bad to happen or let something else make the decision for you. Make the decision to change careers your decision. Did you try college and maybe it didn't work out? Now you're stuck with a job you don't like, with nowhere to go, you don't like who you're working for or with? Look into Centric and a career in tech. They could change your life in four months. Not four years, just four months. Your new life starts at Centric.com slash Riz, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash Riz. They train people from all backgrounds with little to no IT experience. Programs are starting all the time. Centric.com slash Riz. That is Jim Brewer, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. And by the way, happy birthday, Riz. Yeah, take your shirt off. Blow a horn. Good time. All right, welcome back to the program. Let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Martin Jetco Heating and Air Conditioning, more reliable than your news source. So if you've been waiting to buy plane tickets for the holidays, man, it's cheap flight day, national cheap flight day. Supposedly, today is the best day to buy tickets. Okay. Some people say, though, it's a lot of hype. And it's been a thing since 2015. So a site called Cheapo Air says that according to their data, holiday plane tickets tend to hit rock bottom today. And that's not totally baseless. Prices do usually start dropping off in June, keep going down through most of August. So now is a good time to buy holiday plane tickets for a lot of us. 
But experts say there there isn't really one best day. Cheap flight days just based on the overall average, and it really depends on when and where you're flying. So in general, the best prices tend to be one to three months before you fly, or two to eight months if you're flying to another country. Just don't wait until the last minute and expect to find crazy deals a week before you fly. Mm -hmm. According to one expert, deals like that used to be a thing, but they don't exist anymore. That's not a thing anymore. Aww. Felt that. Yeah, you can't go like a week out and expect to buy something cheap. Mm -mm. No, I've been feeling that. And there's a, there's a lot fewer options now. They're trying to fill these flights. They reduced all the all the routes. So if you wait last minute, you're yeah, connect, you're screwed. You're connecting two or three times. Uh, I know uh, Learn's uh, husband Tim is not uh, the best flyer. Yeah. He doesn't love it. He's getting better though. Like we uh, we've been doing a lot of like exposure therapy, which honestly is the best thing to do if you have flight anxiety is to take more flights. I know that sounds insane. Oh, but I thought it you is. I thought you meant like somebody walks in with a trench coat and just yeah, like, oh, opens it up. Hey, and there's you better get on that plane. It's called exposure <laughs> therapy. Okay, I'm well, trying to help you out. If Tim is listening, <laughs> or if you're afraid to fly, it's earmuffs time. Oh, great. Okay. It is earmuffs time. A new report found that near misses, where two planes almost collide, are a lot more common than you'd think. So according to a leaked FAA report, there were at least 46 involving commercial airliners in the U.S. just last month. Mm. So more than one per day in July. This is, on, this is in air? On we the just never hear about them. This is in the air, yes. Uh, Their flight uh, patterns are going, they're literally like perpendicular. It could be on the ground, too. On the ground or in the air. Before you freak out too much, there hasn't been a major plane crash in the U.S. in 14 years, which is a record. And because of newer safety features like collision warnings, um, that that's, you know, we're good. But when you think of how big planes are and how fast they're moving, some of these near misses really have been pretty close. And they're more likely to happen near airports. Uh, just two weeks ago, an American Airlines flight was taken off in Phoenix when it banked left instead of right and veered directly into the path of a Southwest flight. Whoa. They came within about a third of a mile of hitting each other, which is... Too close. That's way too close. <laughs> near misses on the ground are even more common and a lot closer than that. Back in February, two planes in Austin got cleared to land on the same runway and came within 100 feet of each other while going about 150 miles an hour. Hey, this just in for my mom listening to the show. She says, I will take my chances in the air over driving on 270 in St. Louis. Yeah, People man. are Amen, idiots. Amen, sister. Yeah. JB knows what's up. This is no, uh, This I mean, this is quite different, but did you see that uh, that crash? It was either this year or last year with the skydivers and the two, the two skydiving planes. Oh, the planes hit each other. <laughs> hit each yes. other while they were falling out of the plane. Yo, that's one of the wildest videos ever. Because, you know, everybody's filming it from 15 different angles. So you can see it multiple ways, multiple times. And holy yeah. smokes, what a terror, uh, like, what a terrifying situation. I was going to say, like, I guess the only, and this is awful. Here we go. But I just think, like, if something happens, plane crashes, and you're on that, it's going to be fast. But my my fear of flying is whenever I've gone to, like, Europe Going over water freaks me out more than anything. Like, I'll, I'll air travel over land any day. But you get me out on those oceans and I become a total freak. I can't deal. Mm. You know? Back to you. <sighs> well, so is this really happening more than it used to? And, and it sounds like the answer is yes, partly because we've just got so many planes in the sky now. Around 3 million people fly each day. But it sounds like the main factor is overworked air traffic controllers. 
So in the past decade, the number of flights has increased 5%, but the number of fully trained air traffic controllers is down 10%. Can we focus on this? Can Can we make this better? Like, there's certain professions in the world that just we have to have top tier. Yeah, top tier. We have to have the top shelf. Nobody have a bad good day. pay. They have help. They have the day the days that they need off. They have liter- they're paid well. They're educated and you have to work hard to get those jobs, yes. Mm-hmm. I need to have air traffic controllers living their best lives every yeah. day. And if they're not, they have mental health days and then somebody else amazing comes in. So we don't have to deal with this. Can we just have that? Agreed. It seems like they should drop a ton of money on that department. I think they uh, they're Make paid well, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Then why are we having issues? Their here? minimum should be probably like two hundred stress job. Grand. It is one of the highest stress jobs uh, in the world. Then mental health days and and backup people to mm-hmm. fill in. I feel. Hmm. Well, speaking of uh, workers, let's be honest. Okay. No one is operating at peak efficiency all week long at work. No. There are some there are some lulls, and uh, when would you think the biggest lull will be? Like Monday morning, like ugh. Right? Uh, Friday. Friday, for sure. People are checked out by Thursday. But that's not when most workers are lazy. I see, I would have thought Monday mornings. Midweek. I would have thought coming off the weekend, uh, you know, like. Sunday it, t- it takes a little while to, to ramp up to, 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 to get going for the week. Right. A new study used computers to determine when workers are most and least productive. Okay. They looked at metrics like typing speed, typing errors, and mouse activity. And it was comprehensive. The data was from almost 800 workers over the course of two years. In the end, they found that workers are the laziest and the least productive in the office. Show me. Friday afternoon. Let's go, yeah. baby. My people. Okay, not shocking. <laughs> Mondays are also on the lower end. Now, the study didn't specifically send when, say when workers are the most productive, but according to the data... The general trend is for workers to be more productive as the week goes on before dropping off at the end of the week. Mornings are also better than afternoons. So it's probably safe to say that workers are the most locked in Wednesday and Thursday mornings. Yeah. So get her done, guys. Mm-hmm. My energy today's bit like I feel like I'm having like a manic episode. You because- came in today. <laughs> I'm like- ready to work. You ran down the hallway. Sharp like, shoved me against your, the wall real hard. Ba- yeah. Fr- come Friday. Just knocked me down. Totally <laughs> jello up here. <laughs> you read it raring to go. All right, we gotta uh, we gotta take a break. That's your news. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. We'll take a break. We'll do a quick sports report. Also, I gotta uh, I gotta play a little interview I did with Joseph Newgarden, who is an IndyCar driver. Oh, yeah. We got a big IndyCar race coming up. This weekend, the Bomberito 500 over at Worldwide Technology Raceway. So I talked to uh, Joseph Newgarden, who is a three-time champ of the race over at Gateway. Four times? I think so. You're asking us. You talk, you're the one that talked I'm the to one him. that talked to him. I will, we'll find out together, even though I already talked to him last week. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll play you back that interview uh, after the break. Hey, it's Tom Green, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. So we've uh, we've all been golfing before, right? We'll all hit the links. You've never mm, learned? I've hit a ball or two, but I've never... You've never actually gone to a golf course. I've gone to a golf course, but I've never actually enrolled in golfing. Like, I've hit a ball at a golf course. I've never done, like, nine holes. Okay. Told you my experience the last time I golfed. I took like 15 years off because I was like, I freaking hate this sport. It's I hate the things, worst. I hate things I'm not good at. I don't like this. This is the worst. 
And then it's remember, boring. And my first job was I was a caddy. I worked <laughs> at a country club as a caddy at a golf club. And uh, John Johnny Venus, who's got a PGA card, the guy's trained. He went to school for it. Mm-hmm. He's great. He was like, "Come on, man, just of come out." Of course. I got dressed out. Of, I look like Johnny Cash. I was all black <laughs> on black. I looked so good. It was so awesome. I I went up there. He said, "Here, man. Here's my new my new driver. This four hundred and eighty dollar driver, or whatever. Here you go. Try this one." I took one whack. And the ball went and kind of like went over a few feet. No, 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 that was not it. Johnny goes, oh, can I see my club? And he grabs it. I destroyed it on one swing. It dented the entire bottom. I never even knew you could do that. I didn't know you could damage golf clubs. I damaged it in one swing, and I never took one again. There's been a huge boom in golf since the pandemic. Maybe because it's one of the only sports people play hammered. And you're solitary. You can play it solitary. I love top golf. I love that. I, I love like that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm thinking let's let's ju- let's just focus on golf courses. Okay. Right now. Yeah, Somebody polled 1,500 golfers across the U.S. to find out which states drink the most beer while pretending they're being athletic. Uh huh. <laughs> and congratulations to Florida. Makes sense. Where the average golfer drinks 4.8 beers per 18 holes. You get better by the fourth one. I mean, you're just crushing it. Yeah, but you're also like, okay, so I know people do uh, golf in like the late fall and the winter here, mm-hmm. but I mean, are they drinking and golfing in the same manner? Probably yeah. not. Uh, I got the numbers from Missouri. Give it to us. So us here in Missouri, we drink 4.2 beers around. Not bad. Not, not bad. bad. That's pretty good. Did they take into account that in Missouri it's tall boys? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> when they did these measurements. They said beers. 4.2 beers per round of golf here in Missouri. Uh, who drinks the least? Utah. 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 1.1 beers per 18 rounds. I bet That's you they're not holes. good golfers out there. I bet you a lot of those places probably don't serve beer. Right? And if they do, it's, it's 3%. Mm. Well, they also polled golfers in the U.K. where, where golfing while buzzed isn't all that common, apparently. Their, their average is less than half a beer per round. So, they don't, so when they golf out in England... They don't drink. Well, they're gentlemen over there. No, they're drinking the rest of the day. They're, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they're, they're not drinking at least on the course. Listen, here in the States, when you golf, I mean, you got to attach your cooler right yeah. to the golf cart. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. Their I beers are it. also like 12% over there. So one one UK beer, they're probably like, whoo. Yeah. Skipping. Drinking that dragon's milk. Let's let's do sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Boone. What do you got? Sports presented by DraftKings at Casino Queens. Think uh, think you know football? Bet on it at DraftKings at Casino Queens Sportsbook. Pittsburgh Pirates turned an infield single and a bunt into a rally that prevented Adam Wainwright from getting that 199th career win. A five-run fifth inning. All of those runs coming against Wainwright led the Pirates to a 6-3 victory last night in Pittsburgh. Disagreements where the strike zone was uh, led to three cardinal ejections, including a career first for rookie outfielder Jordan Walker. Hey, he, right. he was tossed after an eight-inning uh, eighth inning at-bat, and Wilson Contreras and manager Ali Marmel were already in the clubhouse after being ejected an inning earlier. Uh, they're going to try it again for a little, little, little oh, bit of day baseball. I don't think it matters. Whoa. Little day baseball, 11:35 for some day baseball in uh, Pittsburgh today. Now the Contreras thing, he was, he was angry. He was drawing lines all around the uh, the home plate, and he got ejected, and it's going viral already because yeah. he, he was upset. He spiked a, uh, spiked, spiked a, his bat. spiked his bat down. Speaking of spikes, Tampa Bay Buccaneers have found a new quarterback to replace Tom Brady, and it is Baker Mayfield. 
Baker, the number one draft pick in 2018, beat out 2021 second-round pick Kyle Trask for the starting job. The team says he's got more experience and understands the playbook, quote, just a little bit better. Baker signed a one-year, $4 million deal with Tampa Bay, although incentives incentives can push that past $8.5 million. He says, quote, I, I know how talented I am. I know what type of leader I am. Now it's time for the real thing. We're about to have the real games, and everybody's excited here. The Chicago White Sox have had a dreadful season, and they might have hit rock bottom yesterday. Oh, this was on Monday, but I saw the video uh, yesterday. you got to check this out. We'll post it on the blog. Mariners ace Luis Castillo did something we've never seen before in Major League Baseball. What? The guy threw the same pitch 47 times in a row. Wow. 47 fastball, 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 and the White Sox still crumbled and couldn't get anything going. And people are laughing. People are making fun of him. Twitter exploded. Why? Uh, because, I mean, you just don't see that. I mean, he's basically, I mean, he's basically, there, he's basically taunting them. Oh. That's the, the entire time. Here's my fastball. Try One to trick pony. Yep. Uh, James Harden's bank account is going to be five zeros lighter this morning because the NBA has slapped a perennial, the perennial all-star with a huge $100,000 fine mm. for saying that he wouldn't play for the 76ers despite being under contract. I got all the details, but the NBA announced uh, that the... Um, He's going to be fined $100,000 by the NBA for public comments on August 14th and 17th, indicating that he would not perform the services called for under his player contract unless traded to another team. Um, I got all the details up on the blog, but that's that's a heck of a fine, man. Not uh, That's not little, even though the guy is owed $30 million for the team he says he's not going to play nice for. Nice to be able to afford that. Yep, I'm Moon, that's your sports, because doing the bull dance, feeling the flow. All right, working here's... It, working it. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to step on that. <laughs> Don't step on that, man. That's the greatest. Here's my uh, chat with uh, IndyCar driver Joseph Newgarden. It's the Rizzuto Show. <laughs> it's Riz, and uh, to my right over here, Chuck Wallace from Bomberito, and here with Joseph Newgarden, who is a four-time winner of the Bomberito Automotive Group 500, which is coming to Worldwide Technology Raceway. Big uh, IndyCar weekend coming up on the 27th. This is a big race, but it's a whole weekend of activities over at the racetrack. I'll start with you, Chuck. How are you? Good to see you, man. Happy to be here, man. We're so, excited. Race weekend's coming. So how many how many years is this? Number seven. And this guy, to your right, has won it four times. Four times. We got a Trophy. They get a trophy when they win the race, and I've been able to hand it to them four times. Right. And uh, But there's one we have at the store, and we have one down at Enterprise Center that's got all the names on it. Mm-hmm. And it's just... It's unbelievable to sit down at Enterprise Center and look at that trophy. We have one at the store, too, at yeah. the Audi store. But um, And his name's on it four times out of six. Well, Joseph, I mean, you're sitting prettier. You're in third place in the standings with a race coming up that you've been dominant at, right? As you're, you're like, I, I got him right where I want him. Is that what you're saying? No pressure. No <laughs> pressure. You know, it's tough. There's a couple places we've gone into where everyone just assumes we are going to be good. And so I've got to be really careful because we rock up to this track and, you know, we have to be really vigilant, I think, because, you know, as soon as you start to relax and you mm-hmm. take it a little easy, that's when things don't go your way. So we're, we, we approach it like every other year that, you know, we've got to elevate our game. You know, no one stands still in this series, uh, which is what makes it so great. You know, love coming here every year. And uh, it's a great place to watch an IndyCar race. If you've never been yeah. to a, a racing event, you don't know anything about it, this is a pretty good introductory. You know, it really is. It's a great spot to, to see what an IndyCar is all about. The speed is very visceral. You know, you can't explain it. It's not one of those things where you get a feel for it on TV. Like, you definitely have to come out and view it. That's that's what makes it fun. This is open wheel, 200 mile an hour. You know, and this is the, fun, this is the last oval of the year, right? 
It is the last oval of the year. Yeah, the big finale, um, which is great. You know, it's um, it's fun. We're very. It's a very complex sport in IndyCar in in a great way. You go to all different types of tracks, mm-hmm. um, so you've got to be very. You know, you've you've got to be well rounded as a team and an individual if you want to be good in the championship. But it's like you know, it's a mini Indy 500 to me. You know, with the Indy 500 is is a huge show for us during the month of May every year. And this is a great spot. It's very close to a lot of our fan base. Yeah. Um, it's close yeah, to Indianapolis. Guy, right? Yeah, I'm a Tennessee guy, but I love it. I, I love oval racing, and, and this is one of the best ones that you can see. All right, so you've, you've won the past two years. Okay, so take us through what is race day going to be like for Joseph Newgarden. I want to know when you get what do you get, when are you getting up. So I'm probably getting up as late as possible. Right. So like two o'clock. I wish. No. <laughs> no. Typically, you know what? Our day will probably start at nine thirty. Our commitment. So yeah. I'll probably get up at eight thirty on that day. Eight thirty. Breakfast. Be ready for nine thirty. What are we eating? You know what's easy on race day is like overnight oats. The okay. most boring breakfast ever, but I, I like it boring on a race weekend. Oh, so we're waking up race morning at the, the break of nine o'clock. Uh, we get up, maybe we'll have some overnight oats. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll take a shower. Uh, we get to the racetrack at what time? I'm there. Oh, you're there. I'm so living you're at the track. Oh, yeah, I'm living at the track in the RV. Roll out. Got your uh, got the whole you know the the fireproof suit on. We're going to do our sponsor commitments. Yep. And uh, you're on track here. This yeah. is tracking well. Tracking well. Yeah. Sign some autographs. Are we are we eating right before you get in the car? Uh, probably not. No, I I don't have an appetite. It's afterwards that where mm. I really want to eat. But yeah, before the race, probably not. I'm gonna have breakfast, something super light. I'm you know I should say for lunch, I'm gonna have something super light. I'm gonna have a snack, right, and then snack. I'm gonna get in the car. Uh, how much are we drinking? Uh, yeah, uh, liquid, liquid, Liquids, yes. yeah. <laughs> of course, because you guys you know sweating your took us a off. ton of liquid. Yeah. Hydration is actually. I, serious talk. This is the, it's the most critical thing that we need to do before a race. Uh, you, it is very easy to get dehydrated in these cars. It's an incredibly hot environment. Um, you know, there's no, there's not like an air conditioned vehicle. It's not, yeah. it's not like going to get groceries up the road. Um, so yeah, you got to be really hydrated, but you can't hydrate the day of. That's not how hydration works. So you, mm-hmm. you have to start a week before, and then you need to just maintain those levels. So that's that's kind of what I'm watching. Yeah, well, people think it's just driving a car. It's not just driving a car. You're up on that wheel. You're working that wheel. You're sweating. Now, the uh, on your uh, on the helmet, they got AC on your on your helmet. Like- no, there's <laughs> there is no AC. I wish um, there. You have some ventilation. It mm-hmm. used to be a lot more. Indy cars they used to be completely. It's, they're open wheel race cars, yeah. And with open wheel, you know that was open. It was an open cockpit as well, so it was completely exposed where the driver's helmet was. You know, just kind of out in the air. Now it's closed off. There's like a canopy. It looks like a jet fighter actually. Mm-hmm. Now it's very cool, but it's very hot. There's no airflow that's really going into there. There is one little. Uh, there's one little inlet that is connected to a pipe that's connected to our helmet, but it's it's, it's like breathing in hot air. Mm. You know, you're just not. So you're suffering in there for a, for a good bit of the race. It's probably 115 degrees in the cockpit. Damn. Yeah, it's very very stressful. So that's what you prepare for. You get a lot of heat training. Make sure you're hydrated. Have you ever weighed yourself it, before and after a race? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. No. You'll lose like on a hot day six or seven pounds of just water weight. You'd be shocked how thirsty you are. After a race. So we have a little bit of liquid in the car because people are always like, well, what, 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 what do you have access to? There's like a liter and a half camelback kind of, you know, that someone mm-hmm. would go hiking with. That's connected inside the car. That runs out very fast. But the first thing that I want, I'm, 
is like a Coca-Cola. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Or or like uh, a milkshake would be really great. To me, that would be very like thirst quenching. I, I think other people would be like, that is an odd choice. Yeah. But <laughs> you already thought that, didn't you? Yeah, you I thought did. it was an odd, choice. An odd yeah. choice. For me, it's not. It would be very nice after a race. Uh, all right. So when you win the race, because, um, you know, you've experienced the winning here at, uh, at Worldwide Technology Raceway, champagne, all that stuff. So what are the commitments after the race when you win? Um, typically, you know, you're you're doing a bunch of media afterwards, too. You're trying to hit all the local stations, all the radio, anyone else that was there. It probably takes about two hours, yeah. you know? The the hardest part, this is going to sound terrible. I've just done it so many times, is this hat dance that you have to do. 40 different sponsors that we have to, I mean... Take a picture with every hat. Look, like, that off. We are, I am so appreciative, and it's fantastic. Hey, thanks to the sponsors. Now, That's right. It's That's fantastic to represent all the companies that we do, but to, to put that... <laughs> I complain every time, which sounds terrible, but... It takes like 30 minutes to do this hat dance. Yeah. Um, it's the hard, it's, I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing that I'm over it because we win enough. Oh, I got to find so a different many, hat. How many hats do you oh. have? Do you keep any of them? <laughs> Definitely. I, I, lo- I love to keep the winner hat. You know, there's always an official winner hat. Um, so this one, there'll be a Bomberito winner hat, which would be great. And then Firestone has a winner hat too. So yeah. I keep those two. All right, so so Chuck, tell me what's going on. You know, the weekend. It's not just it's not just a Sunday thing. It's it's an all weekend thing at the at the racetrack. They yes. qualify Saturday. There's 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 on track action all weekend. Mm-hmm. The the race is actually on Sunday at two thirty. Yeah. And if you've never been to one, you got to come out and you got to come out and experience it because oh, yeah. you, you, they're so fast. They're upwards of two hundred miles an hour on that small track. Yeah. And they can't rub. They can't rub metal. They can't touch to drive one of those things. I can't imagine. I've ridden in a two seater. And to really drive one and be in a car for that long, I can't, I can't imagine it. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, it, there's tickets available. WWTRaceway.com. WTRaceway.com. And Bomberito also has a Turn 4 Experience Center. We do driver interviews the day of. Um, Sugar Fire Barbecue, Beer Wine, IndyCar Bar. It's quite a setup. Yeah, and I tell you what, it's, it's a whole family thing. But if you've, if, you've, if you've never been to one, they're so the, the IndyCar drivers are so nice. You can yeah. get right up next to him. He was talking about the engineers and setup. I mean, unlike other sports, you go through a tunnel, you might get to say hi to someone, but probably yeah. not. But I mean, you can take your kids right up, right as long as the track's not hot or the, nothing's moving, you can take your small kids up, right up, right up. Yeah, what just happened there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the interview just stopped. Oh, uh, hmm. uh, yeah, hey, so my whole computer just, Did just, it just went shot kaput- to crap. I'm sorry. Whoa. No, that was my computer. Just, oh, okay. That's it. Just decided we're not, oh. we don't need to work anymore. All right, great. Hey, just so you guys know, the, the race weekend is... Uh, <laughs> Coming up. Coming up, Saturday, Sunday, Worldwide Technology Raceway, Bomberito Automotive Group 500 <laughs> is on Sunday. Get your tickets, WWTRaceway.com. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. All right. Don is going to kill me for going so late. My apologies, Don. We just had so much show today. So much fun. So much show, so much fun. Today's Pappy's Recappy. Brought to you by Pappy's Smokehouse St. Peter's, your summer barbecue headquarters, Highway 70 and Mid-Rivers Mall Drive. Uh, everything we covered on the show today, including local news, a whole bunch of news about stuff in the air. Uh, there was a, a guy asking a Southwest pilot if he was drunk, and that did not end well. Check out the video there. And also low staffing and more close calls. The FAA is responding to increased scrutiny on aviation safety. Check it all out, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The podcast title is "Bitch Better Have My Pesos." All right. <laughs> <laughs> see what we see what happened there. Yeah, it was a great intro today. Check out the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Uh, tomorrow, Craigslist Freak of the Year playoffs continue. Another round one matchup for Cash Champs going at it. Uh, two of the ads moving on to the next round. All right, anything else, ladies no. and gentlemen? Uh,
I know. We leave you with a selection from our Teamers member of the day brought to you by Hot Shots, hotshotsnet.com slash teamriz. From St. Louis by way of Germany, Nathan Hey. The Rizzuto Show Podcast. Powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.